0: Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. We have returned with Twin Peaks The (laughs) Returned Part 6. Part 6. What a part it is. It was definitely a part. It's a... Really just increasingly strangeness happening on this, uh, show, (laughs) uh, just when you thought you had reached some kind of even keel on the strange meter, um, it just, it just ratchets up and, and we get more awesome craziness.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this episode definitely had some extra strange moments that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's that just it just keeps adding up. Uh, did we solve anything this week? I guess I guess this week did answer maybe a question
0: uh, or two, big, yeah, two questions. Yeah. Two big questions,
1: maybe this week.
0: Two big questions. All right i'm gonna say well the one big question it answered is will dougie get his own cup of coffee <laughs> Damn it! and he got it's his own right. cup this time You're so right it's so right so i think we can stop watching the show because the big mystery's over now um right that's all we were ended for it was I dougie, think... dougie getting his own <laughs> cup of coffee
1: good for him i think dougie's gonna get a promotion
0: I'm just following you, uh, yeah, you definitely uh had that idea um maybe two podcasts ago. Or yeah, the I'm... last one. Um Yeah, I and, don't whenever uh, he started working. Yeah, and uh definitely looks like he's in he's he's doing good by the boss's standards. Yeah. Um I'm not he sure. He needed if help, get a, of course. A, a prom- I think I think my thing was not necessarily a promotion, but that definitely uh he might get um mm-hmm anthony's job yeah sure um (laughs) anthony anthony sure (laughs) uh but yeah yeah you're definitely uh on the right track in general though that uh he's he's seemingly good at work um yeah my prediction came true that um that the black lodge powers would help him figure out uh something with the case files oh yeah that's kind of
1: that's kind of another question that was sort of answered um uh you know because i i was thinking in the last part that it had been a while since the uh black Lodge had contacted dougie mm-hmm. um mike specifically and um i was wondering like why are they just leaving him like hanging you know um and then he shows up again and you know helps him um I guess like figure out what's wrong with these case files. And uh I feel like that that answers that that's the origin of the light that shined on Anthony's face when he said you're lying.
0: So it's interesting you 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 interpreted it that way. Um I I also interpreted it that way to a degree that um these these sort of special powers that are happening around Cooper is, you know, is pretty, particularly from Mike uh, in the Black Lodge. So are you also including in that the, the little Black Lodge symbol of, uh, in the casino that was showing him which one was... Oh, yeah. uh, okay. So oh, yeah, we've definitely. seen like three special things. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I thought. I also thought that um, the lying thing is interesting. That that one seems like a, a different case, but um, because that you know goes back to a, a sort of in, intuitive power Cooper had before. Um, so it seems like it's a callback to to like that, and maybe that's like the real Cooper, you know. But uh, but in general, this whole business of like you know Mike helping <laughs> helping Cooper Ducky you know get through his like day to day life is really interesting like why it's it's weird to me i still don't know why i mean like mike's mike's whole thing in this episode was wake up don't die uh-huh. and then after that koopy koopy sorry koopy <laughs> <laughs> um uh he uh basically just does some homework uh, which is neither waking up or not dying. Um, right. so it was weird to me cause I, I did take it like, oh, he, this is, you know, he did some magic on him and he gave him some, some Black Lodge magic that, yeah. that sort of manifested as this, like these light images of light and whatever sparks or whatever, uh, on, on the paper. Um, but yeah, I wonder, I wonder exactly how we're supposed to take that, um, uh, if if it's related to something else, you know, or if it's literally like that's what Mike let him do, you know, or that's what Mike gave him as a power, you know, and does that wear off, you know? Uh, does he get a batch of power, you know what I mean? Like does he, you know, because this is the first time we had this kind of like set up and payoff of this kind of idea here. Because um, I don't remember uh, from the casino thing, uh, we didn't get this scene of Mike like waving his hand at him, you know, no, no, and making no. it sort of explicit. So that's why I'm no. a little hesitant to connect the two, even though it seems like they are connected. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering if it's if they're not explicitly connected, like, you know, something else is, is I mean, not that the not that it's not related to the Black Lodge, but that the thing Mike did was something else than mm-hmm. than just give him this like case file power. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's,
1: that's totally possible. But yeah, I guess I I would still say that, yeah, somehow, well, I mean, you know, the things in the casino like clearly showed the Black Lodge, I think. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, So in
1: that case, the connection was pretty solid. Uh, In the case of this stuff, you know, it's, it's less clear by what they're showing, but um, I would still say it's definitely connected in terms of what Mike's trying to do. I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. I I could buy that. Maybe there's some extra thing. It it does seem like um, um, you know when when he sees the dots on the paper, like he he kind of uses them, but he he does add some stuff. He he draws some lines and he uh he
0: draws some um ladders and stairs. Uh, I and didn't. So, yeah, I didn't take that as to him adding anything. I thought we just didn't see the dots do that. Oh, that's, that's I, how, OK, that's I, take
1: I, it. I assumed he invented that and that, it, you know, maybe that was along the lines of of like seeing the light and saying you're lying, you know, that the, that it's that that the, the lights are stimulating him in some way. And maybe that is an attempt in addition to helping him to to wake him up, mm-hmm. you know, like it's it's jogging certain parts of his brain and like, don't die the Cooper inside, Dougie, you know, um, maybe that's maybe that's the idea.
0: Yeah, interesting Um, Yeah, I didn't I'm very curious what the symbols meant The ladder and the stairs Um, And, you know, he he seemed to have created Some kind of, um, you know Encoded (laughs) message about what to do uh, Or how these these sort of uh, The the details of what's wrong, you know It's connected that his boss was able to figure out uh, I love that his boss goes through every single file. I love every single file. He's like, no, oh, you screwed <laughs> this one up, and this one too. Okay, and then this one, and yep, same thing. And oh I'm, my like, God. I'm like, literally, he's like, okay, well, at this point, you know, like, he's gonna get to the last one where it's gonna have to make sense because he's gone yeah. through five already. Like, he's not just like, oh, one or two or three of these are wrong, then I'm gonna assume the rest are wrong. He just goes through, uh, goes through each one. Um, yeah. But yeah, when we get back to the scene with him doing Dougie doing the case files, I want to look at that and see if um, the idea of if, because I I would love that if that's true, that like the, you know, this kind of uh, um, symmetry of Dougie seeing light and then the light kind of waking him up. Um, Yeah. So that'd be, that's interesting to think about.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe it's partially wishful thinking (laughs) just because, you know, Fucking Dougie. I mean, we talked about it last time, you know, how, how long before Cooper wakes up, how long, how long are they going to drag out this, this Dougie plot? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about like the halfway mark versus the, you know, uh, the third of the way mark or whatever, which which this episode is a third of the way um, somewhere in between there. Um, and uh, yeah, there's no uh, there's no clear end in sight. Is it gonna just come at a moment? Is it gonna be super gradual? Like I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- there hasn't been anything really earth shattering so far. It's been just these tiny moments.
0: Um, so uh, uh, yeah, and it's and and how does how does Dougie being good as his, his job or maybe sort of specifically. Seeing that Anthony is lying and and possibly defrauding the company, how is that on the road to, to Cooper coming back? Like, why is that a thing right. that, that Mike is invested in, um, you know, and that and 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 yeah, it seems like there's definitely the Black Lodge is helping, um, you know, but I was even thinking the casino thing might have been help from the giant you know um so ah. yeah it's so it's yeah it's very it's strange how this kind of thing they are getting cl- close to kind of telling us i think what's behind it but the, it's they're still kind of dancing around it um yeah. and uh yeah Mike's i mean i love mike the image of mike when he's just walking in in the red room and he's just like searching through the air <laughs> it's such a cool <laughs> image you know yeah. and he just like he's just going to walk until he finds him Um, but, and then the whole idea of waking up, you know, um, you know, so that, that definitely, it's basically what we all thought, but, you know, it's nice to get proof that the idea that, you know, there's this, uh, dormant Cooper in this body, you know, in Dougie's body or whatever, uh, or whatever, however, you know, you want to describe that part of it. But, um, but the, uh, but then, you know, conjoining that with don't die, You know, the idea that if he doesn't wake up, that's that's his death somehow. Right. Right. And but what does that mean? You know, does is does he regress into Dougie or or do you just get this stupefied Cooper forever? You know, or or is it literal death?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like it could go either way. I mean, you know, his life is uh, being, you know, threatened in various ways that he's not aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's these people out to kill him and, and now, you know, those people are being killed and, and, you know, perhaps, uh, this, we got a new killer who's going to come after him. Um, so it does seem like, you know, there's, there's a real threat that he could actually die in the, in the literal sense, but yeah, it could also be that somehow the Cooper inside, like, has, I don't know, has a limited limited time to come back or you know, is slowly fading away or something if, mm-hmm. if uh if he doesn't like wake up and take over, come into full consciousness or whatever. Um it could be true. But at the very least, he's certainly, you know, at risk for the normal death.
0: The true death, if you will. <sighs> I won't. I won't. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so. That's interesting. So it's um. So then that's a different kind of foreshadowing or portent of death. Like if he's if if Mike is saying, "Hey, there's guys out there trying to kill you know Dougie," and if you don't wake up, they're just gonna kill you because you won't be yeah. ready for them.
1: And it could just be that. I think. yeah yeah. But you know. Uh, I thought the guys after Dougie were maybe just after him for the money. And seems like those are different people. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> things on Twin Peaks are not necessarily the simplest explanation every time. So yeah, uh, there's no guarantee, but at the very least that's in play. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's a plot there. Um, and uh, we'll see, you know, We'll see where it goes. I mean, certainly, if uh, you know if someone's coming after Dougie, um, I, I I would hope that means that, um, uh, you know that 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 will somehow coincide with with so, Cooper waking up.
0: <laughs> so I've only seen the episode ones at this point. So I'm still piecing together everything that's happening here. So basically, there's two different set of hitmen trying to kill Dougie. Cooper?
1: Well, I think I, I think now there might just be one. Uh but uh well so what I think ha- what I think happened is um there was there was one crew that was hired mm-hmm. uh, by the uh Duncan Todd, by Duncan Todd, let's use his name. Okay. Um uh Las and, Vegas guy. Uh yeah. Exactly. The, the guy from Mulholland Drive and Lost and Mad Men and many other things. Um, uh, so he hired, I think he hired one crew. I think that's what the money was for. That's my theory now. Um, tell her she got the job refers to Lorraine, the character in this episode. That seems like a strong possibility. Um, and uh, they failed to do the job. And so he sent another killer to kill them, and also to kill Dougie. That seems to be what happened.
0: They sent another to kill. Okay, and but but what about the people who who are trying to blackmail Dougie with the pictures that Naomi watched? Oh well, the the
1: blackmail pictures are just the uh, the money the money people. Jeremy Davies and Timmy and Timmy and Jimmy. What was their name? <laughs> I wrote them down. Anyway, those are the people who sent the picture. Yeah, uh, but how
0: does that fit into the Hitman?
1: Doesn't. It's a separate thing, I, as far as I can tell.
0: Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Thing. So, 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 so there's like three. Oh, things that's going the other on. set. You mean? That, but that that, it the doesn't other seem thing. like they're threatening his
1: life, though. It seems like it seems like they're a milder set.
0: Well, yeah, I mean it. I guess the threat was unclear before Naomi Watts put them in their place. Yeah, um, but okay, okay, but they're not explicitly the hitman guys. Okay, so exactly. So there's like so there's like three things that were that was going on there at least <laughs> three. Yeah. So there's the so Dougie is having an affair, and he's being blackmailed now. I don't know why he's in a position for anyone to care. Like, is he a politician? You know, like, what, what, uh, you know, it's not clear to me what's at stake besides his marriage or whatever, but she doesn't, like, divorce him on the spot when she finds out. No. So, didn't, I don't know how big of a thing that was, but, uh, yeah, right, and so I'm a little confused on why he's in a position to be blackmailed for, you know, being with Jade, um, and then the other hitmen, the hitmen are, you, you're thinking for Mr. C.,
1: uh well ultimately yes but I, but I think he's like a couple levels removed so I guess what I'm assuming is that Duncan Todd works for works for Mr C works for Evil Cooper mm-hmm. and uh you know Duncan Todd is really the one employing these other people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I think I think they do ultimately go back to it doesn't it seems to me like Duncan yeah, Todd's running things on the ground here
0: yeah that makes sense that makes sense because Mr C doesn't necessarily know Vegas and all that so that makes sense right okay that's uh yeah and and perhaps uh perhaps the
1: message uh you know that he sent from from jail had something to do with duncan todd's thing on his computer screen in this episode
0: oh interesting it's a
1: possibility
0: you know if that's
1: he was able to communicate that way maybe i mean Mm -hmm. it seems like that's a possible connection
0: yeah okay nice i uh um, yeah i was very confused about that scene so uh okay let me talk about that
1: yeah i mean you know uh all i can do with this show is like try to try to make sense of it, and maybe i'm wrong but uh you know i just have a version of my head that sort of makes sense and mm-hmm. that's what i say it is until it's not that <laughs>
0: all Basically. right well, when a red square pops up on my computer screen, you know, uh, I, just you know what a, that means. I just have a virus, you know, but,
1: uh, <laughs> good point. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad news. Got to send that Bitcoin. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, what's their Um.
0: Names? Yeah, but there were so many, so many cool scenes in this, uh, in this part, uh, and some, some of the, I think, uh, are most likely the, the most horrific stuff we've seen so far is in this episode. Yeah. Um, so that was, uh, pretty surprising, um, when, uh, the kid gets killed. Um, you oh, don't, yeah, you yeah. don't usually see that on TV and it's sort of explicit child murder right on screen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, this, uh, Richard Horn character, I mean, you know, <laughs> talk More, about being painted in a bad light. I mean, yeah. the first introduction to him, he's he's abusing women and yeah. dealing drugs or yeah. illicit money, and then the second time we see him, like he's he's it's, he's like flippantly murdering somebody, uh, a child, nonetheless. So yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. wow, like. How can this be a character like we're supposed to watch for a while? It seems kind of irredeemable. Without Just completely hating him the entire time. Yet, of course, you know, in the scene with Red, like you, you see how he might be sort of put in a place where he's sympathetic in a way,
1: right? Um, but right.
0: Uh, you know, seeing how position. awful he is as a human being. I mean, he's. I mean, Bobby has. Uh, he, you know, this guy's nothing. Yeah. Or it's just a wait, how does it go? This guy has nothing on Bobby. Is that the right way to say that, or Bobby has nothing on this guy? Bobby has nothing on him. I think
1: no, he has nothing on Bobby. No, Bobby has nothing on <laughs> see, him. Wait, see why it's is? confusing?
0: I, I thought I knew, and now you <laughs> Right? Me. I thought I knew, and then it confused me.
1: No, Bobby has nothing on him. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it should be Bobby has nothing on him.
1: Yeah, Bobby has nothing on him because
0: he's got something on Bobby.
1: Though, so, though, I think I think a better comparison for this character would be somebody like Leo. Mm. Or um or Hank mm-hmm. to a lesser extent. Um though though Hank is like Hank could be charming, you know. He wasn't like just always an asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well I was comparing him to Bobby because yeah, Bobby killed somebody, you know. True. Um and like had had this kind of like uh well he doesn't really have what Bobby had, never mind. Uh but yeah, Leo, um Leo was fairly unlikable from start to finish. Pretty
1: unrepentant asshole. Um, like, he didn't do anything this extreme in terms of, like, killing children, mm-hmm. but... Bar soap
0: know. in the sock, you know? He definitely did that, yeah. Uh, and, you, gotta... you know, he killed Waldo, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> uh, Waldo the bird? The bird, yeah. The bird, yeah. Uh, Leo, no! Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, yes. Oh, gee, that bird wasn't very helpful at all. It didn't, didn't no. really help. Um, it was totally useless, yeah. yeah. But
1: they didn't know. They didn't know. They were uncovering all this stuff about the cabin, which was, like, really just, like, a, a minor detail about what happened that night, in the grand scheme of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might say it was a red heron. Ooh. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> a heron is a type of bird.
1: Oh, got it. Yes. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: All right. Like, I uh, thought I knew. And I was like, wow, is that some crazy, like, Internet 2.0 word? But no, <laughs> just a bird. Just okay, a bird.
0: Go. Um, Yeah, so many, I mean, so many insane things. But anyway, about Richard Horn, I was like, I was thinking, like, who could his parents be that he's this awful? Like who could it be? And the only two people I really thought would be um, uh, Ben Horn yeah. and Catherine. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! Because yeah. she's the I'm like who who could it the mom be that is would have a kid this awful? Yeah, I mean this if this is Audrey's kid, I'm very upset. If it's Audrey's
1: kid, then I think either she's gone, she's gone bad, Mm -hmm. or um, somehow, like, I don't know, like he ran away from home, she lost custody, I don't know, something Mm -hmm. weird happened with his childhood, she gave him up for adoption, I don't know, like there's gotta (laughs) be something. But
0: yet he's in Twin Peaks hanging out. Well, that's weird, but you know. yeah. So it's got to be. I mean, clearly. I mean, if he's like you know the grandson or the son of the the guys who who own you know Ben Horn. You know, everybody knows Ben Horn. Yeah. You know, so it's like they would know this guy. I would think. You would think so, um, yeah. You know, unless unless he's not unless he's like just got the Twin Peaks or something, and like, uh, you know. If Audrey was his mother, you know, they she she moved to New York or something, and that's where he was raised or something. And he's back to you know, he's just coming to Twin Peaks, so nobody really knows him. It right. could be, it could be like that, I guess, but yeah, yeah, I, mean, I it, yeah, it raised the question of his parentage again because, uh, definitely they, they have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, things didn't turn out well, clearly. No,
0: no, uh. So, yeah,
1: it's going to be it's gonna be weird, definitely. Um, almost no matter what they say. I mean, because, yeah, even Ben and Catherine, I mean, as bad as they were, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, it feels like this guy's even, like, a step above them, just in terms of, like, pure malice, you know? Sure. Because I, I feel like they, you know, they were schemers, and they were certainly willing to go to great lengths to get what they wanted, but... You know, it, it I don't know. It seemed a bit more for a purpose rather than just like mm-hmm. you know, you're sitting there, so I'm just gonna harass you for no reason. And you're in yeah, my way. Yeah, but, so I'm but like, run you over.
0: but that's the thing. Like two evil people, you know, their their evilness would combine, right? You know, <laughs> and so it Great. would, be, it so would be greater
1: than either individual.
0: It would be it'd be a bit stronger, I think. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, less focused as theirs were because you know, Catherine was just I was just protecting myself. You know know my brother right. and right uh but ben you know ben ben wanted hank to kill people you know and uh oh, yeah. and so he wasn't he wasn't any uh any saint um
1: oh no oh i would never call ben a
0: saint. yeah
1: <laughs> laughable yeah no it's just you know there's levels yeah uh, and uh yeah i i think uh you know you know, they were, th- they were the big schemers, you know, and, and this guy seems more like a kind of small-time, you know, just, you know, personal asshole. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes- well, you, they gotta work his way up to something, you know. It makes him more like Leo, I guess, in that way.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He's not really in on the big schemes.
0: Yes. Um... Uh, my favorite, well, it's hard to say favorite on this show, but I really enjoyed the scene with Red, um, Balthazar oh, Getty. Yeah. I'm like, how is this my favorite Balthazar Getty scene of all time now? Uh. That scene
1: totally caught me off guard. Yeah. I, I, and, and like, it started and I was like, okay, this scene's going on for a while. What is the point of the, why are we watching so much of this guy? Mm-hmm. What is happening? and it just it, it it got so crazy with the coin. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, what is It was already crazy.
0: Guy? Like he was al- he had already like made his point that he was, was kind of eccentric, uh yeah. bad guy, you know, dealing, you know, doing the whole drug thing and yeah. setting up this deal and you know, it's very much like, you know, um Leo and John Renault yeah. and and yep, yep. and all that stuff like happening it's again. The new version of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's happening Take over it across Canada. Yeah. So, but but yeah, once it got to the coin, and then and then like I when he took the coin out, I had a crazy idea of what he would do with the coin, and then it was nowhere near as crazy as what he actually did with the coin. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> what he did, he went like three steps beyond any crazy thing I had. What did you
1: think he was going to do
0: when he took the coin States. out? And it was in his hand. I thought he was going to... I thought the coin was just going to, like, disappear into his hand. Like, he was going to just, like, suck it into his hand somehow. And it would just be odd and threatening and weird. And and you wouldn't know what that really meant that he could do with his... You know, in terms of, like, uh, hurting Richard. Uh, right. But I was like, wow, that'd be weird if that coin just, like, got sucked into his hand right now or something. So, yeah, what he actually did was, like, way crazier... Uh, yeah on uh, uh, like multiple levels uh yeah when he when the coin flipped up in the air, and then they cut the to tozarge, and, and then he like looks up, you know he like looks he was looking up when he looks over to Richard, yeah. and you realize like that that the duration of the time has gone longer than it should have, even at this Way point,
1: yeah. you're like,
0: oh he shouldn't have time to look at him, that's weird, yeah. you don't ever get that cut, you know unless the coins come back down. Uh, and I was like, "Oh God, the coin's just gonna stay up there. That's gonna yeah. be insane." And then it went crazier than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I I love that. And it just, and, and and it, you know, you still blame Richard for killing the kid, but it did freak him out. You know, clearly I mean, that was a you you just would be like, I don't know how to explain reality anymore now that that just happened. Right. You know. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it sort of reminded me of the cream corn scene from the original series. You know, like mm. uh, a really fancier version
0: of that, but just are you saying you know, when the like, grandson trans um, yeah transports the cream corn?
1: The cream corn, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's just like, what? How did what? Because you know, just a if it's just a coin trick, you know, people do that. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what he did, it's like. A normal person should be able to do that.
0: Are you saying that Balthazar Getty is playing the grandson grown up?
1: Oh, man, that would be so weird. (laughs) Holy shit. That never occurred to me.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. If he starts talking about his grandmother. Right. (laughs) Well, we went
0: back to the fat trout, man, and I was like, if there's some some chow fonts at this trailer, (laughs) I am going to do a backflip.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, so I mean, maybe that's a connection, but it's just like, what is going on with this guy? I mean, when he did his little finger gun at Shelly, like, I thought he was a normal guy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, like maybe he's whatever hipster. I mean, I really didn't think he was. First of all, I didn't think he was going to be like a mega drug dealer. Second, I mean, I didn't think he was going to be magical. Like. Mm Hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, that scene was totally, totally off the wall and unexpected. And, yeah, it was a great scene for Beth Sargetti. Absolutely. I don't think, you know, Pete in Lost Highway is is red here. He's the bewildered character who's like, you know, going through the stuff and watching the strangest around him and not really knowing what to do. You mean
0: Pete is Richard?
1: Yeah. What did I say? You said red. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah red and richard pete is richard thank you yeah Peters is richard you know he's the one like with the strange stuff done to him yeah you know and like not understanding what's going on mm-hmm. you know um and uh yeah it's, it's interesting it did, to see how the other side of that
0: yeah it it is a little bit of, of akin to the um to the uh mystery man scene, the dinner party scene, you know, yeah. like this guy doing a weird ma- magic trick in front of you, yeah, yeah uh, totally. and really like freaking you out. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. You're right, and in a kind of in a kind of threatening way.
0: Yes, exactly. It's a threat and a promise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. I yeah, it's I didn't
1: make that connection, but it's it is actually a pretty similar scene to that one he likes scenes like that i guess
0: yeah oh man there's so many so many great scenes but uh yeah you want to get into the episode anything else to say generally before we dive in
1: uh I talk, that's all that comes to mind for now um i'm sure stuff will come up as we go through these scenes nah <laughs> or not i'll just read this really fast and then we can call it give day. us the
0: option to have no other ideas for the rest of the podcast
1: <laughs> all right options open all right uh so yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna go scene by scene this time um so you know that means we're gonna skip around and stuff just the order it appears in the episode mm-hmm. we're not gonna skip around locations or whatever we've done before this is if anyone ever listened to Lost Lowdown, this is more like classic Lost Lowdown style, I guess. Um, so we start off with and and uh, forgive me, uh, you know, in advance. I I haven't really done this kind of summary in a while and figuring out like what deals, details to put in and what not to put in was kind of a challenge. And so if I say too little or too much, you know, just whatever. Right. Deal with it, I guess. Add stuff as you think uh, necessary. <laughs> Because um, some of these scene descriptions are pretty short. Um, so we start off with uh, Dougie back at the uh, office park in front of the statue uh, that he was fixated on. And Officer Ronaldo uh, comes up and uh, questions him uh, about, uh, you know, what he's doing there, where he lives, if he's drunk, all that stuff. And uh, eventually decides to uh, escort him home. That's the first bit here. Um, and then we cut to uh, Officer Ronaldo and another officer dropping off Dougie at home. Luckily, it has that red door. That's what they call a riding trick there. Um, and uh, he uh, he gets dropped off there, and there's an unmarked envelope uh, at the on the doorstep uh left for them presumably um so feel free to stop me but sure
0: yeah uh so yeah let's talk about some of this stuff uh here sure um so the first thing that really got me well in the first scene i it was cool you know when the when officer ronaldo i guess that's his name Yeah, from the Uh, credits.
1: Like, it's all the names from the credits. I had to, like, look up the actors and figure out who's called what. Because the Mm -hmm. episode itself doesn't help with a lot of these characters.
0: The whole reviewing the credits is a total part of watching the show now. Yeah. It's just a thing you have to do. It's necessary. uh, See what people are called to see. who gets You know, even... uh, uh Ike the Pike, uh, Oh, no, Ike, the Ike, Ike the Spike. The Spike uh,
1: <laughs> Ike the Spike. Uh Ike the Spike Statler.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was I had to look that up. <laughs> um but but you know, the answer to the question of how, how is Dougie gonna get home, you know, uh, you know, that was interesting. I'm like, Oh, okay, the the cop who was there who was like, uh, don't loiter, you know, yep. would, would see him and just take him home, which is the second time someone has taken Dougie home. Yep. Um and yeah, Red Door comes in handy again. So when when he mentions that that to to Janie E that uh that that Dougie is is acting weird yeah. and she goes oh that's on a good day that yeah. I got that's when I finally got to the level of frustration you were at the last podcast because <laughs> I was like oh, okay like this isn't this is I mean it was already beyond the pale before but it was sort of suspension of disbelief you know with the story right. they're telling but but like, once someone in the story who's a who's not you know sort of an authority figure, you know, is like, "Hey, something's wrong with this guy," and she completely just like blows it off. it off. I yeah. was like, "What are you doing? What? How is Dougie normally? How? Like, like if she's willing to put up with this, how is this guy normally?" It yeah, really causes yeah. the question like. Maybe maybe it was obvious he was manufactured his entire life because he was like weird or something right. you know like i i really want to know like how his cognitive functions were because she's seeming to suggest that he's always sort of aloof um yeah and uh which is which is really really strange um uh <laughs> and it's like What did you see in Ducky exactly? (laughs) If if you know this was going to be somewhat some 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 semblance of what life is like with him, you know, where he's just you just constantly have to be on him about everything. Uh, But anyway, so that was one of the big things that stood out to me was she still just you know. But then yeah, that's right. The next scene, she does say, "I'll take you to the doctor." So that was like one level back of like, okay, 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 we're getting back to a normal world here yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but she of doesn't course pri- that gets interrupted she doesn't prioritize it no you know like regardless of when whatever happens i'm gonna take you you know it's just kind of yeah. like oh well can't go- can't do that now
1: yeah yeah you'll be fine another day i'm sure
0: mm-hmm. someone but it will makes take me, you home this time it, it makes me wonder if if given some kind of medical exam would would it be clear that something's up with Dougie? you know maybe his right. His blood work is different now. You know, he's got a different blood type than Cooper or something. Uh, or, like, you know, uh, similar well, to how Agent Agent Preston is looking at those fingerprints and, and noticing something. You know, right. maybe some medical test would, would would show something's up with him.
1: Yeah, maybe. But, like... I... The thing I can't get past is like, this guy can't say anything. I mean, Mm -hmm. he can't speak an original thought. All he can do is, with very rare exceptions, Mm -hmm. is just repeat what other people say. And why isn't anyone noticing that? That's the
0: thing. Yeah, that's the thing I wanted her to notice at the dinner table. Was like, don't you just notice that he's just, yeah, repeating you? But then, but then, but that's the thing. If you ask him his name, he can tell you his name. So. He's, right. he's making it's not necessarily original thought anymore but it's like these connections that he's making right he,
1: yeah he's kind of learning yeah like, like a baby like the case like,
0: files you know yeah and like he yeah exactly this whole baby like thing he's going through um which is that is that is that what you do with babies you just tell babies to wake up and, and don't die like right <laughs> um come on baby wake up <laughs> be an adult already yeah, um, yeah, But that's, so that's what's weird is it, I, I wonder if it's, if it's, if those two things are the same, having, you know, Cooper's memories and his cog- cognitive functions, are those the same, you know, um, if, if, if Cooper had cognitive, if this Dougie Cooper had cognitive functions, like, does that mean he'd have his memories back? Or are those right. two separate, two separate things? Does he just need to get his memories back and then he needs have his right. cognitive, fun- like there's... Like, the software is fine, but, like, there's nothing for it to run because there's no real memories or something like that. Right. You know, besides the memories he's been making since he, you know, came through the electrical socket. Right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's kind of how it seems, but, but yeah, but I don't really know. Uh, It's, it's... Like,
0: he needs uh, a firmware update.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's... <laughs> Something's definitely off, but yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just strains credulity, as they say, like, but, but, um, uh, I was going to say, you know, we were talking last episode about, you know, Tammy Preston being like a sort of infantilizing thing. And I I was thinking about Dougie, you Mm -hmm. know, as an example of that. And I I think it totally fits there because like Dougie is, you know, you know, kind of like a baby.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. He is.
1: So it's like it's it's you know, I feel like that's part of why they chose that name. Mm-hmm, you know, because yep. it, it does have that have that very childish quality yeah. that that the character has. For sure. Um uh but yeah, uh I I just I but it's like, you know, the problem is that in Lynch interactions, a lot of times like the normal stuff that people say or notice you know, you know, that stuff doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just like you just can't count on that. And I, I guess that's the problem. Like we're in a whole world where like no one notices like what seems to me the most obvious thing that's wrong with Dougie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess we just have to accept that no one will notice that. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. No one's noticed it by now. You know, it seems like it's never going to happen, and it's really just up to Cooper to wake up again.
0: hmm Yeah, I think it says something about the art of conversation that that just parroting words is uh, can get you through.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're participating in a weird way, mm-hmm. you know? But you spend enough time with Dougie, I feel like you should notice. It should stand out,
0: you know? Um. But we'll see. We'll see. So are you ready to go on from there? Go on from there. Oh, no, not that. Not that. <laughs> um, wait, seriously, though? <laughs> seriously though oh god oh god this is gonna be the worst podcast ever what what's wrong what happened (laughs) i was conversing like normal
1: that's not normal i don't care what everyone in las vegas says
0: (laughs) yeah let's go on to the next scene
1: okay um so uh so in the next scene uh we go inside uh Janie E. <laughs> I'm still not over Janie E, mm-hmm. just for the record. That's that's not that's not a name that people have. Just I just want to note that. Anyway, uh Janie E makes Dougie a sandwich and they sit there and eat together. Um Janie E. says she'll take Dougie to a doctor the next day. Uh, She questions him about the case files and the envelope that was left um, on the doorstep. Uh, And then she tells him to go upstairs and say goodnight to Sonny Jim. Um, So at that point, he gets up and eventually goes upstairs, uh, goes into Sonny Jim's room. They have a brief uh, interaction. Uh, There's chips offered uh they mess around with the clapper a bit um
0: (laughs) yeah because it's 1985 because yeah that's like a cool new thing
1: (laughs) yeah 2003 is not old enough for the clapper to be so exciting um but downstairs uh or do you want to stop
0: here sure okay well, first I want to say, I meant to say this up top, but but let's give a round of applause to Kyle McLaughlin for his portrayal of, uh, well, really everything he's doing. But yeah. playing this character uh, has got to be insane. You know, um, being in that this childlike wonder with everything and, and sort of being a step slower and behind everybody. And like, that's, that, that's just a completely different pace. Um, and to maintain that for, I don't know how many more episodes, but you know, uh, it's been, it's been several so far, you know, and it just, it just seems like an incredible feat to like take, uh, you know, take yourself down to that low gear and just stay there. You know, for all this time. Right. Um, uh, so yeah, the Sunny Jim scene. Um, I was disappointed when he when we saw Sunny Jim speak. Um, I had just thought, oh wow. Maybe Sonny Jim can't talk, and Cooper can't really talk, and so they'll really connect, because they both will be able to talk non-verbally, or Sonny Jim will find out something no one else can find out, because he's a little bit different. Right. And it's like, oh no, okay, he's just, he seems normal. before.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's. I was wondering about. I was wondering if they were going to have a talk like I remember that thing on Loss with the 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 kids um with uh Cindy, you know, and and they you know didn't have lines and um I remember uh you're pointing out that uh you know if they don't get lines, they don't have to pay them as much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's some kind of pay scale there. Um so yeah, I was wonder I was wondering if like this kid was was on the no lines scale and they were just gonna like edit around the fact that you know i didn't even think about the possibility that like his not speaking actually you know would be uh, a plot point or something like that you know would actually tie into the story mm-hmm. of like wh- you know why is dougie like this or whatever um but yeah as soon as he started talking it was like yeah no he's this He's for for this for this story, he's totally normal.
0: <laughs> yeah, which made his not talking before seem really weird. Uh, yeah, kids are generally talkative. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um and there's, you know, there was never any high dad or, you know, whatever past right. to catch up or you yeah. know. So that uh, they, his so his introduction was very very interesting and then now he just seems kind of like a, a normal kid, but uh, I hope he I think do something else with him. Because like I said before, uh, that actor's uh, really good, so hopefully they'll give him some cool stuff to do.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so what else happens? Um, so I think we got another, uh, what does he say? I think he has like a cowboy nightlight or something that oh, he, yeah. that he I... has to stay on. So we get yeah. this another lawman uh, symbol here right, uh which is interesting, so you know hopefully helping to wake Cooper up uh maybe 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 he'll get a gun at some point, you know, mm-hmm. like he'll see a gun and he'll like reach for it and he'll like hold it and that'll help him wake up too or something mm-hmm. um all right did we get did you get to the the other part where he goes back downstairs ah
1: uh, that's what I was gonna do okay. next Nice. Uh, so downstairs, um, Janie E. opens the envelope and then calls Dougie downstairs. Um, the envelope has a picture of Dougie. Um, is it is it the real one? I didn't actually catch it. Um, or, or, or or was it was it Cooper Dougie?
0: I don't know how to tell uh, the hair. Oh, it's all the hair. That's right.
1: If he's got the long hair, then it's Dougie, and if it's the short hair, then it's Cooper I forget.
0: Dougie. <laughs> I forget they look different. It's been a while. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, it's the it's the original Dougie.
1: It's original Dougie. That's that's what I thought, but um, OGD. I didn't I didn't catch it when I was doing this. Okay, so anyway, it's the it's Dougie and Jade, which is um, which
0: which proves that the, <laughs> that wasn't the first time they saw it. Uh, I don't think I think that proves that.
1: Was it not at the same place?
0: well i don't know i thought it was though though i i I guess i think it's possible
1: that that's not the first time they met
0: yeah i guess i guess i was thinking that would have had to been before that day that cooper becomes dougie but i guess that's not necessarily true it could have been earlier or something yeah but they were they're leaving the house though it looks like they're leaving the house so i thought
1: maybe they were arriving but yeah, if it, it, it would make sense that they've seen yeah. each other before. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: It looks like they're walking away from the house. Okay. But, yeah. uh, yeah.
1: So, uh, uh, Janie E assumes that it, it comes from the, I guess, like, pseudo-gangsters they owe money to. Uh, those people actually call. They confirm that it was their envelope. I only know this from the closed captions, just for the record. I could not understand the voice on the on the phone, but... Um, when you read the closed caption, they, they say, did you get our envelope?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's how I know. Um, and then she arranges to meet them at the park the next day. So now Dougie can't go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then she leaves the room to go upstairs, presumably.
0: Yeah. Um, I love the whole thing Naomi Watts does being the sort of uh, tough wife, um, putting them in their place. She's really good at that, <laughs> playing that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, or she's really mad at Dougie, but she's taking it out on them, you know? Right. And She's mad at them because, uh, you know, it's a horrible situation and everything. Um, You know, they're taking advantage and all this. Uh, yeah, I, I like that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I agree. agree um okay so then um then we get a traffic light
0: Mm.
1: that's a callback yep that was like a huge thing in the original series is this the first
0: the first traffic light
1: i'm pretty sure i mean i don't remember another traffic light let's put it that way yeah
0: i Uh, thought there might have been one but when i saw it i thought oh this is the first one yeah yeah yeah
1: I, yeah, I would have to do a rewatch to be sure. But I don't remember another one. Anyway,
0: we get a traffic light. And then where do um, we go?
1: And then we go to the Black Lodge slash Red Room, as it were.
0: Which I think there's um, there's a nice connection of those two things. And,
1: oh yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, I thought that in the original series.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought that there
1: was, you know... And it's connected to the electricity, too, that whole yeah. idea.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So we see Mike Philip Gerard as he's called in the credits. Um, strangely, um, he uh, he appears over the fireplace uh, in Dougie's uh, living room, I guess. Um, and he he uh, Dougie sees him and he says he's waving at him, doing that whatever that thing is he does.
0: Uh, I believe that's uh, his mojo.
1: His mo- there you go. He's doing his mojo. And he says, you have to wake up and don't die. Um and then uh and then dots start appearing uh on the pages in the case files. And Dougie uses those dots to make some markings on the papers.
0: Yeah, so many things to talk about. Um one thing that I noticed and I just kind of opened up the uh, part four episode just to double check because I was trying to make the connection between uh, the Black the black Lodge, the Red Room where Mike is, uh, Mike slash Phil Gerard, and uh, that traffic light. And I'm thinking, OK, that, you know, electricity, you know, this is this is how these spirits get around. Uh, and I'm thinking, OK, if he's out there searching for Dougie and he's trying to communicate with Dougie. You know his his thoughts or his power, or whatever is is going from the black lodge into our world and through the like electrical lines. You know through that light or whatever. The light turns red because there's traffic going through. You know there's spirit tra- right. spirit traffic crossing. <laughs> right, <laughs> and, um, of course, of course. And uh and then it makes me think, okay, well then the electricity continues to where Doug wherever Dougie is and he's at home, and then what does it do? It comes out of the electrical socket. So I was right. like, huh, but is there any electrical sockets in the scene? And it is in both scenes, mm-hmm. uh where we see Mike. Um uh, the the image that it um the the uh the, the red room overlays on top of, you see an electrical outlet uh mm-hmm. in the wall. So an interesting uh, connection there. So maybe that's kind of the basic idea. Is he sort of uh, projecting through that electrical socket? Yeah,
1: yeah. That seems that seems pretty reasonable. Um, we don't really know why. Although maybe there's no explanation for why that they're ever going
0: to give. You know, wait. Why what?
1: Uh, why they're connected to electricity?
0: Oh. <laughs> You know? Is that uh Why does Zeus live on Mount Olympus? Is that in
1: play? Yeah, exactly. I mean that's I agree. That's I mean, that's pretty much how it is, but it it's a strange thing, you know. Um and I feel like it was oh yeah, there it is, I see it. Uh it was uh in the original series it was less clear. It really seems like it's it's Firewalk with me that really mm-hmm. uh really introduced the idea that they they somehow use use electricity to to communicate or travel or what have you.
0: Yeah. Uh so yeah,
1: you're right. That's uh that's definitely a good catch there.
0: Um I love this whole thing with Mike. I love the, the mojoing and the whole movement, you know. I, I again, you know, I think we said this the first uh part of this new series, uh, that I just did not expect more or really so much more on the mythology side of it, you know, I mean right. uh the idea of, you know, um, you know, that phrase the magician longs to see, you know, like is, is Mike doing magic here? He's doing his Black Lodge magic and mm-hmm. you know, putting it on Cooper for protection, a protection spell or something like that. That that'll, you know, maybe manifest in whatever way Cooper needs, you know, maybe it's sort of a general thing. Um but uh yeah, I love it. It's so cool. It's so cool to see and to get so much more um details about what's possible with um the the lodgers in the lodge.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, you know, when I was thinking about the new series, I remember saying to myself, and not like in you know, looking back, this seems ridiculous, but I was like, I wonder if we'll even see the Black Lodge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or like, yeah, or like ridiculous. How, how long how long will it be until we see the Black Lodge? You know, that mm-hmm. was another thought. Like, will they wait until episode 17 or something? Because, you know, if you watch the original series, not a lot of Black Lodge in there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's super sparse. And it's it's very exciting when you actually, you know, you briefly get to see it in the dream sequence in episode two, and then in the last episode of the series, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all
0: there is. So there's not um, wait. There's more than that. No. Is there more than that? No. Uh, I thought there was something early in season two. I mean, there's the giants' visitation.
1: I mean, there's certainly like Black Lodge characters involved uh-huh. in various storylines, but you don't actually see the Black Lodge slash Red Room um, huh, again okay. until the final episode of the series. Okay, I'll take your word for it um yeah there's there's you know they they appear when josie dies you know there's there's allusions to it i guess but um but yeah yeah i think that's it um as far as the series goes Mm -hmm. uh so it's a huge thing and then that i mean that's why like firewalk with me is such a huge part of the mythology because you know there's just not that much about it in the series uh and firewalk with me you know spends a significant amount of time you know developing the mythology of the black lodge and the characters in the black lodge yeah um and uh i was blown away when the new series like started off scene 1 is a fucking giant
0: yep
1: and you know uh right away in uh part 2 um you know uh, well, I mean, yeah, right away, like we're we're back in the Black Lodge, mm-hmm. you know, like w- within that that first whole like um, thing that they aired the first night and uh, we get a long sequence in there where, you know, they 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 talk about, the, you know, they redo the, the scene from the from the dream. They they have, uh, you know, uh, the, the the evolution of the arm thing and, you know, um the doppelganger like it's like it adds so much stuff you know um and then it only continues from there you know we get this like third cooper the manufactured thing and then you know then they start helping him win gambling and it's just you know the the every episode almost i mean i think last episode was notable that you know maybe it didn't didn't have any um black lodge scenes um you know, but the last episode had Bob, mm-hmm. you know, and and Evil Cooper doing his crazy shit, which surely is connected to the Black Lodge in some way. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it seems like not like an episode hasn't gone by yet where we haven't gotten. I mean, from part three, sorry, parts uh, from part three. You know, we got that crazy uh, the purple room sequence. You know, that box thing, the whole floating through space. I mean um uh i i guess like i'm 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 totally shocked at how much stuff there's been on that front because i really yep. thought there would be a lot more episodes of just like normal non-supernatural twin peak stuff happening
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: cuz i mean even if you like if you expand your horizons a little bit and you think uh you think in terms of supernatural stuff in the original series it's also i mean it's more often than the black lodge but it's also kind of sparse. There are plenty of episodes of the original series with absolutely nothing supernatural happening, you know. For just, sure, yeah. Just the characters doing things, schemes, interacting, and so on, and that's it. You know, there's no um, no craziness along those lines. And uh, I thought there would be a lot more of that. I thought they would kind of gently, you know, ease into the crazy mythology because mm-hmm. it's like this stuff has got to be impenetrable, right? To like. <laughs> I mean, like, say you're just watching this, like, I mean, I guess you can, you can follow it on a sort of a basic level, like well, what the idea is. All but... David
0: Lynch cares about is people able to follow it on like an intuitive level, like it, like getting literally what things mean. I don't think it's his priority from what he's that's talked true. about. Like, yeah. so, so I think that's why he can be like, oh yeah, you can watch this and understand what's happening. You know, you don't right. know what's happening, but do you can understand, oh that guy is doing something right. this this guy is reacting and that was
1: the place where he was before and sure. yeah.
0: yeah this yeah. place looks important uh-huh right right yeah
1: <laughs> you don't have to know who that guy is but he's trying to help you know mm-hmm. so yeah you mm-hmm. can kind of you can kind of get the idea but it does feel to me like the story is much like richer and clearer when you have some idea who these characters are oh you know? for sure um like okay, okay, I kind of get what's going on, you know. I mean, Mike is Mike is uh mostly redeeming himself in uh in this in this new series. Mm-hmm. Uh after you know dropping down a few notches for me with his Firewalk with
0: me antics. What do you mean? Uh well
1: I guess uh my problem with him and Firewalk with me is that uh first of all um it's revealed that he knew that Leland was Bob.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: so that's a little problematic because in the series he claims to be trying to catch Bob, but he really doesn't help the uh you know the police or Cooper catch Bob. Like he pretends to try to, but if he actually knew that, I mean maybe he forgot. I don't know what we're supposed to think.
0: He took his Haloperidol
1: and forgot. But he didn't remember again when he stopped taking it. I mean, you know, it's just it's just weird. Like, yeah, he totally well, the turns into with Mike the again.
0: Sequel prequel.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically a retcon. But what it means for me in retrospect is like he wasn't really helping them catch Bob. And then when you see Fire Walk with Me, you see that not only did he know, he didn't. Not only didn't did, he didn't really do anything to stop Bob, and and though he provided the ring, which I suppose helped Laura. It does seem like the ring was also connected with the murder and he took the Garmin Bosia uh, in the end. Um, So it's, you know, it's, it sort of made him like complicit in all of that stuff uh, Mm -hmm. in in like a way heavier way where it seems like in the original series, he was like, you know, basically a good guy, like trying to stop Bob, you know, he saw the error of his ways and so on, you know, and in Fire
0: Walk With Me, it was more like. Then that means he was more neutral. Then, then after Fire Walk with me in the, in some indiscernible amount of time. Uh between that and the first episode of the series, um he changed his mind. Yeah. That's I when mean, he saw the face of God. I don't know. It it seems like he's he's being helpful so far
1: at least. Uh I do wonder uh who that voice was talking to Evil Cooper, who said they would be with Bob again. And mm-hmm. I do wonder You know what
2: his
0: real motivations are. That's got to be Mike. Especially he was using that weird machine. You know when they they can manipulate electricity. Absolutely. Um, I I wonder why Mike cares though. Like why? What's his interest in Cooper? Why does he care? Is this is this mainly to stop Bob slash Mister C? Or does he intrinsically care about Cooper for some reason? Does he feel responsible for some reason? Like. Um, sorry, I'm okay. not being helpful. Thanks, Dougie. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know that. That's what that's really called out to me. Uh, stood out to me is uh when uh when Mike was doing his little mojo here, I was like, okay, something something's up. You're really kind of going out of your way to like help uh help Cooper. Um, and yeah, maybe it, I mean it'd be interesting if if he does feel like he should have done more to stop Bob, or maybe he thought like. Once he was, you know, I'm I'm presupposing what he might say in this situation, like, you know, maybe after Leland, you know, kills Laura and all that stuff, you know, that 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 was sort of over with or something like that. Or, um, you know, and so maybe this whole new thing of like getting getting uh, Cooper trapped and having to doppelganger escape and all that, maybe that's, you know a bird of a different feather for Mike. And so he's, he's, you know, doubling down on trying to stop him because of, you know, that event particularly. Right. You know, he's breaking the rules or something. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, I mean, I definitely didn't expect this much black lodge stuff. Uh, but, but also, you know, so much particularly just like Mike stuff. Um, yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. um, yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, the giant, the giant clearly has like his own thing. Um, uh, you know, the the arm has evolved into this brain tree thing. And, you know, Laura was just Laura. Uh, so as far as the uh, sort of original, you know, Black Lodge characters, um, you know, he's like the main one now. Mm -hmm. you know who is even like still around and you know could be used for stuff like that so i feel like that's part of why we're seeing him so much um like i could totally see the the original arm you know michael j anderson doing those scenes
0: yeah you know that would be i guess he seemed you know the difference between mike and the arm though is the arm seems aligned with bob more
1: That's the only,
0: the only difference I would put there is I could definitely see him doing that, but, but it seems like Mike is more on the right side. Yeah.
1: And you know, the arm was supposed to be the evil part somehow. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that that would make sense. That would make sense. But they did ask for the Garambozia together. Um, you know, going back to the Firewalk with me stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know, like if they wanted to, you know. But I guess on the other hand, like.
0: But it was the arm that ate it. True, true, uh, but it did seem
1: like he was helpful sometimes, or at least like vaguely helpful uh, in yeah. terms of giving certain bits of information. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, but I, I guess I agree. Mike is less, less ambiguous, or a bit, a bit more. More on the good side than on the neutral slash evil side. Hmm. <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, are you ready for the next scene? Uh. Not yet. So yeah. Oh, sure. so Go ahead.
0: This scene where, where where Dougie's working on the case files. Um. The music in this scene was awesome. Um. It's, oh yeah. Uh, from Johnny Jewel. It's called Windswept. Oh yeah! Uh, they, right, right. They used it as the the credits music in the last part. Um, yeah. And yeah, I really, really dug it. I thought that was it was very cool. I mean, just him marking with the pencil on paper to this music. I'm like, wow, this is a riveting scene. This is, you know, <laughs> and it is long too, and I'm just like, wow, yeah, we're just still here. And the only, only, only thing I hated was the sound of that pencil on the paper was um, like nails on a chalkboard to me like every time he would like make a long mark it's just like a little grating on the ears yeah um but um yeah yeah i'm curious what 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 exactly these symbols mean and um and 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 how uh, what exactly he was doing here um
1: <laughs> yeah 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 it's not clear the the thing that drove me crazy in the scene was the way he was holding the pencil.
0: Yeah, like, in his fist,
1: like just like, a like kid. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh god, don't hold a pencil that way. <laughs> Shouldn't your intuitive brain tell you not to do that?
0: No, his intuitive brain's off.
1: I guess so. I guess so. But yeah, presumably I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know for sure. But presumably we'll we'll find out uh, at least what Bushnell thinks the marks mean, um, and then uh, maybe that will help us figure out, or maybe they'll tell us somehow uh, what exactly what exactly he was doing there. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. It it just it didn't look to me like he was he was following the dots exactly seemed to me like he was um using them as a jumping off point and like marking the areas you know where they appeared but then kind of embellishing
0: yeah i i mean we see him trace exactly what the dots do and then we don't see the dots anymore and he just continues doing stuff Uh, yeah i just took that as he's just tracing the dots everything we saw him do was tracing the dots right um but i guess we'll maybe be. see it
1: could be you know like i said it's kind of wishful thinking i'm I'm hoping he's somehow you know this is helping him uh come out of this mm-hmm. sleep that he's in
0: because so. it's very particular to draw stairs and a ladder on all these things uh and yeah. i think these are like I was trying to look at the documents. I think these are like workman's comp claims or something. Um, or something like that. Um, but but I think these are all documents that Anthony Sinclair did. Uh, yeah. Like his, his name is on them. Du- his and, name's and Dougie was there. like, uh, you know, scribbling next to. So, yeah. Uh, So I'm curious if like, it's literally just like, uh, you know, the ladder means this, and the stairs mean that, you know. Uh, I couldn't right. come up with what that means. But, uh, yeah, it's his workplace injuries. So maybe, like, the the guy claimed he fell on a ladder, but he's got injuries for stairs, or, you know, it'll be something oh, like that. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, that would make sense.
0: You know, or, or like, a ladder shouldn't stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know um (laughs) you know what i mean it'll be it'll make sense in the context of it being like a workplace uh injury claim right
1: right right and
0: not just like a random you know random symbols or something that that connected information um yeah because i think he i think that's the only thing he did was draw lines and scribbles and then stairs and stairs and ladders
1: yeah 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 exactly yeah, so, there's a ladder uh, yeah. next to the stairs. I mean, I why
0: know. this isn't... Again, I don't know why this is important. I don't I have any clue why I'm it, it matters that Dougie... Uh, I mean, maybe it's going go to go to what you said before about like um, they, them needing insurance in Twin Peaks. Like, right. you know, Dougie's going to get this promotion and then he's going to be like, hey, we're opening up in a new branch in <laughs> Twin Peaks. And we yeah. want you to go out there and do some work, and we're gonna send you and um, yeah. and uh, the coffee guy, and uh, you know, down to Twin Peaks or something.
1: Yeah. Now, if the if he goes to Twin Peaks as Dougie, and those people don't notice there's anything wrong with him, mm-hmm. well, they're gonna lose it.
0: Yeah. Well, the fa- they they should definitely know that that's not his name. So yeah. Hopefully, they'll call that out. I hope so. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. We can go into the next uh, to the next part.
1: Okay. So in the next part, um, we go to Albert, uh, in a car. He's going to see the woman they referred to. I guess to talk about, uh, evil Cooper. Mm-mm-mm.
2: Uh, Mm-mm-mm. He knows. He
1: knows where she drinks. Um, picking up that thread from. Uh, I, I think that was two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, he talks briefly to Gordon and, uh, gets out of the car, goes into a bar and walks in, walks up and says, hello to, drum roll, please. Diane.
0: Wow. Evans. In just for the all record. the bars and all the towns, she had to turn around in that wig.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. The wig. <laughs> I win. thought
0: it was so great. It was such a great moment, not only to actually finally see Diane after all the twenty five years. Yeah. Uh, but but when but you know, and I I had I had hoped slash assumed it was going to be Laura Dern. Yeah. But when she turned around, I did not expect that face. I was like, Bravo for it still defying my expectations, even though I knew what character he was going to go see. I knew which actress it was going to be. Uh, but still just by the way the character looks i was just like wow diane wow you know like that's a lynch character you know like she yeah, just looks yeah. so um uh specific and unique oh yeah um but uh uh yeah i love that 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 was that was so cool uh to finally yeah and i mean what's is she gonna, you know, the what I want to see is I want her, I want I want to go to her office mm-hmm. and I want to see Back every single tape, yeah, that Cooper <laughs> sent her. I want to see every <laughs> single tape. And uh, and I was thinking, like, what if they say, like, oh no, like, he, he didn't send those tapes or something, like, you know, like those tapes never got to hers or she hasn't heard she's gotten tapes in a while um i was thinking like that might be a possibility but i was like no the it's unlikely probably because um she's a better character if she has had all those tapes and she really does know everything cooper went through
1: right right yeah 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 although like i don't know what the tapes are gonna say that um you know that uh albert and gordon don't know already Unless she was getting tapes from Evil Cooper.
0: She shouldn't be getting tapes from Evil Cooper. Um, um, I would think... Well, Di- he said a lot... I mean, he said a lot of stuff to Diane, I think, that Cole and Albert wouldn't know. I mean, they're not getting her his tapes, are they? Well,
1: yeah, presumably. I'm just assuming they know, like, the... You know, the broad strokes. Yeah, um, but
0: I think, like, all the, like personality stuff that he you know recorded on those tapes i think that's the that's what makes her a cooper expert Oh, definitely. uh you definitely. know and um i think that's the kind of stuff that you know she would know and you know even in this one little scene here she turns around when she kind of she takes a breath when she hears his albert's voice you know uh so she's i'm assuming she you know she's been worried about cooper all this time Yeah, Um, You know, this is something that's been weird for her to deal with. And and maybe she's got some idea or, you know, um, like you're saying, maybe there's something on a tape or I got this. This is the last tape I got from Cooper. And he said something on it that is relevant. But I never knew, you know, before now that it was relevant or something or useful. Yeah. Uh, My favorite uh, line in this entire episode this entire part is uh (laughs) fuck gene kelly you motherfucker (laughs) oh man just the best just just out of nowhere just you don't need that line you know but it just says so much and so little and it's i love the idea of like blaming gene kelly you know uh for singing the rain i love like the uh, just like being miserable in the rain and going, how dare you? How dare you? Like make this seem, or, or either he's mad that he had a good time, or he pretended like he could have a good time, right? Right. Or like you know, per- perpetuating the myth that the rain is anything good or something, right? Uh, but I just that one line in this one moment, I'm like, Dad, look at all this information we get about Albert, you know? Yeah. Uh, I loved it. It was, uh, yeah. What a what an awesome line. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Kelly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's such an Albert thing. And uh and yeah, there's a, there's a there's a movie reference. Mhm. Right there. Um uh but yeah, it's a good it's a good look. this is all this is all such a tease, you know, cuz uh I feel like in a normal episode of television that one watches uh, we would get another scene here. We would get a follow-up, you know? We would get a little more with Diane, you know? Because this is, I mean, this is fairly early in the episode, and this is it. In an, this is I is think all in we a
0: regular, get. yeah, in a regular show, if this was the only scene we got, it would be towards the end
1: exactly uh and we exactly. come back to it
0: the next uh the next episode yeah
1: yeah if it's a cliffhanger i get it but that's yeah. you know it's, that's what i was saying before the the
0: yeah that's what i was saying before about how hard it must have been for them to figure out where these scenes go because they can go anywhere you could have put this diane scene in the previous episode yeah that's true you know like so it's it's almost arbitrary in a way or you know I guess until that's the until they meet comes. up
1: I mean, I guess, like, it has to come after the scene that they had before where they talk well, about it.
0: But... Well, there's chronological concerns, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, like, it, it, the the scenes don't have to be connected in the episode. You know what I mean? So right. Yeah, it could have been, it could have, you know, come at any point.
1: It could have been at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're right. Um, It's... It must be, yeah. It must have been, I guess. They've probably done it all at this point. Like interesting to um figure out how to fit all this stuff together. Um I I wonder how much of it was just, you know, just going off the script and how much of it was just um you know, just done in the Well, part. I
0: mean, yeah, even in the script, I mean that you that's where this problem starts, right? Is in the script. Yeah, like where do these scenes go script wise. Yeah. Uh and I and I'm sure in the editing they they'd probably move some stuff around. Uh but uh you know, changed it from where it appeared in the script or something like that. Uh but uh yeah, it'd be I hope those scripts surface one day. It'd be interesting to read.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: But yeah, so we get the long awaited uh, Diane. She's a real person. Um, yeah.
1: And her name's Diana Evans.
0: Yeah, I just know that
1: from the credits. And yeah, it is Lord Dern, as was widely, uh, you know, uh, expected. But um, uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's such an interesting device from the original series. And, you know, there is a missing piece where he's supposedly talking to Diane, but you still never see her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, having her actually appear on screen is uh, kind of a huge moment. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, kind of. That's underselling For the series. It. That's, that's <laughs> No, it's a huge moment.
1: And this is a good example of something that, like, you know, doesn't necessarily mean anything if you didn't see the original <laughs> series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there's been, there's been no mention of Diane in this return stuff so far. No. You know, that's like the first time it's come up. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what her uh, what her role is, you know, what her reaction to Evil Cooper is or or what she tells them about the good Cooper. um, It's just yeah, it's interesting to have her as a character. But, you know, Laura Dern, I mean, you know, David Lynch.
0: She had to show up
1: at some point.
0: Oh, man, I hope they all come out to play. I want everybody. Um, That means you, Bill Pullman. (laughs) uh yeah i wonder if if it'll be as simple as diane could ask uh mr c some questions that only cooper would know right uh and he could fail that test uh i my my hunch would be that on first look she could see that that's not cooper like she would just instinctively know yeah um but uh but yeah i wonder if it's if it's something like that you know what you know what um which which diner had the 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 cherry pie you liked on the way to twin Peaks, you know um right you know that kind of thing from the pilots
1: yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that'd be a good one,
0: yeah, but uh yeah my i uh, it's so cool, it's so cool, and it's cool that you know lord darren gets to gets to play that part it feels it feels fitting somehow, definitely. Uh she's yeah. kinda like Lynch royalty, so Yeah. Uh saving this character with this crazy haircut. Uh <laughs> that this hair. crazy oh, makeup.
1: Man. I uh, was not expecting that from Diane mm-hmm. at all. Right? Was she always like this? Or is this like something she started doing after cooper disappeared like Mm -hmm. is it connected somehow or she's just that's just how she is she's just always been enigmatic (laughs) yeah 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 i mean like you know the fbi is like they they have some strange characters i i feel like it's possible that Mm -hmm. she was always kind of strange but um but yeah maybe it's also some kind of you know, some kind of reaction. I, I forgot
0: know. she she's she's FBI. I don't for some reason I was thinking she's just like his assistant or something, but um but yeah she's technically FBI. Yeah. So I wonder, yeah, yeah so she could um be, Yeah, I be, guess
1: that's why she was one of the prime candidates for uh Albert and Gordon to go talk to. One of the reasons.
0: Sure, the yeah, because they could they you know they could tell her about the case without breaking any rules, yeah, yeah, interesting, all
1: right, and realistically, you know, I was thinking about this, uh you know her history with Cooper, you know surely uh is longer than anyone in Twin Peaks. I mean, anyone in Twin Peaks could could only have known Cooper for a couple months at the most,, mm-hmm. you know, so I mean surely she Don't at the call very me least, Shirley. the the missing piece is established that you know she was with him at least a year before yeah so uh you know at the very least it's that much and uh so yeah it seems like she's a better candidate realistically than anyone to impeaches to know sort of what he's like
0: yeah, I wonder if she started drinking after Cooper left. I wonder if yeah, they're like, going tie that together or something, you know. Yeah. She's always drinking here because, you know, um this is where her and Cooper are gonna meet once he was done on assignment or something right. or you know right. some visual type thing or depression thing or yeah. she's drinking smoking cigarettes. Yeah. She's out of a noir. Yeah, uh, totally. Right. <laughs> Hundred percent.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is not what I expected from Diane. I'm still mm-hmm. kind of thrown by that, but uh but it's interesting, and it's definitely a very Lynch thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Putting wigs on, putting wigs on women.
0: <laughs> Love that. Put a wig on. She's perfect. <laughs> Alright, uh, you want to go to the next part? Ready for the next bit? Alright, yeah. so the next scene this is
1: what we were talking about earlier we go to Richard Horn uh, having a meeting with Red and some associates standing in the background um, he's testing the product, I guess. Red is apparently a drug dealer and uh, Richard is uh, going to be working for him Um uh reading between the lines here cuz you know that there's what they say and what I think the main points are, are here uh it seems to me red is new to twin peaks mm-hmm. uh richard's going to work for him there uh and and red's making sure that richard knows who's in charge um uh and then he uh he flips a coin and i guess it hovers in the air and then ends up in Richard's mouth and then somehow it's back in the air again and then Red Catches it.
0: <laughs> that's what happened.
1: That's what happened. Uh yeah, so uh that's I mean that's pretty much um uh, that's pretty much the end of the scene. Um I mean there's a little more after that, but um uh this is a crazy ass scene.
0: It's the um, best.
1: I know we talked about it earlier, but like okay, so I mean, what do you think this means about Red? Like, is he is he from the Black Lodge? Like, how crazy is this? Like, I you know Barry
0: like,
1: Barry right? So like, what who I'm is sorry. this guy?
0: you're ever... you're all. <laughs> you're all... <laughs> when you guys at home listening play that backwards, you'll hear the word Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean this is super crazy like like i said before like he was already eccentric and interesting and he's already you know he starts out being weird and you know having an affected sort of gesturing style and personality you know the, we get it yeah. and uh and he's doing the karate and martial arts and okay it kind of heightens and it's crazier um yeah. and i like i am like i think he's threatening enough like that's all you really need and then like yeah. richard horns is like don't call me kid or whatever. Yeah, And then like, that was too much for him. He's like, I got to put this, this kid in his place. Yeah. Um, and, and proceeds to, to show him, I guess that, you know, you don't know who you're fucking with. Yeah. But, but like, I don't, I mean, I'm magic. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what that, yeah besides like you you don't know who you're dealing with is the kind of only thing but you know in terms of how it was possible i don't know and you know one of the things i thought was interesting i kept watching uh the bodyguards reaction to what was happening
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh to get a sense of okay is this the first time this has ever happened does red do this all the time is it's you know and yeah. like at the height of all of this like the bodyguard's not reacting Right. You know, so it's not like... So, at the very least, it's not unexpected, you know? Yeah. Um, so, that means he's, he's like, muscle for this weird guy who can do this weird thing. Like, that's strange. Yeah. for you, dude. Very strange. <laughs> you know? very strange. Um, uh, so, yeah, there's so many questions. I mean, like, this scene alone would be enough, I think, to launch a whole, like tv show you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah like you could have a, a whole other hour-long drama and, and if this was in the pilot i'd watch the whole season you know uh yeah because <laughs> i'm like this it's like you know john from cincinnati or something you know where like yeah. okay we're in some weird heightened reality where where unexpected things can happen uh you know i'm down for that so you know the fact that it even stands out amongst all the other crazy stuff that's been in the returned is remarkable. Um, yeah, you know, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's insane. And, and of course it calls, you know, begs the question, what else can he do? Um, yeah, definitely. Is that just a parlor trick you know, uh, or, or is there actually something, you know, more under there I mean, he can't be like it can't be like oh he's inhabited by a a spirit from the Black Lodge like I don't think that's it. Um, I mean, I don't know why I think
1: that. I was gonna say, can't it be?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, I could be convinced otherwise. (laughs) I just, I just don't think, I just don't think that's what it is. But maybe I should think about it more because it's. it could make sense uh i feel like there's
1: gotta be i don't know it's just it was too crazy for me to believe
0: that it was Hmm. like
1: a normal magic trick
0: Hmm. i definitely don't think it's a normal magic trick i'm just wondering you know is is all of the magic in this world from the black lodge or are there or is this like true blood where there's a good question other magical things in the world and we're just sort of opening up to, you know, magical right. things outside of Twin Peaks. I mean, that seemed to be a theme of this part of the show, right? Like, you know, all the stuff Cooper did before he came back into Las Vegas, right? Like, that seemed to be the yeah. show saying, like, hey, the, the the world and the mysteries are deeper and wider than just the Black Lodge. Like, right. there's other places and other things out there. So, that's kind of how I took this red scene. But, you know, I, I definitely could be convinced, like, uh, the two things that you know, besides this magic thing, uh, the number one thing that could make me be convinced is he is being inhabited, is his weird personality, right? He's got that yeah. Bob that that like tweaked like weird high energy level where he's just kind of spastic, Right. so that that that's something. And then and then it's a little bit of a difference between. Well, a lot of bit of difference between how we saw Red the first time with the fi- where he was like a mellow guy, yeah, and he does the finger gun thing, and that's it. And that could be like that's normal Red, and this guy yeah. here could be inhabited Red, you know. Right, and maybe that's why the personality shift is so stark. Right. So that could convince me. Yeah, I mean that 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 would be reasons that could convince me. Uh, otherwise, I would I would tend to think like there's just some other reason that he's he can do this thing but he's not inhabited by a black lodge spirit
1: yeah no it's a good point it doesn't have to go back to that it's just that i uh, i feel like this kind of breaks new ground for uh twin peaks because um i mean if you go back to the original series um or firewalk with me for that matter All the stuff that was about the drug trade, which like there's a significant amount of stuff about the drug trade, um, you know, is just totally played realistically, Mm -hmm. you know, and and sure, there's bad guys in it. But I don't remember anyone in any of those plots as weird as this guy, let alone the magic um so it's just it's taking that kind of plot to to this different level and and throwing in the magic just means there's there's an extra element to that side of the story that wasn't there before
0: you know who he is i just realized (laughs) who about i mean not who he's who he's doing but in terms of like lynch archetypes or characters uh he's frank from blue velvet that's who he is oh yeah he's that's the energy he's got, and that's like yeah. the level of menacing he's got uh but yeah, Frank didn't have magic powers No. um but uh but yeah, I just realized like oh, that's the kind of thing he's doing, uh or the kind of character he he you know he's coming across as, but yeah, you're right it's um it's tough to really you know i think this is this is just a. This feels like a more modern character than would have been possible in in the in 1990, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying right. to think if like if one of the one of the like drug dealer guys was this guy, you know, without the magic. Like that would probably be weird. Really. Weird. Um, you know, cuz the worst we had, you know, we had we had the people we had, you know. We yeah. had Leo and Hank and the Renos and, and Yeah, yeah, they were they were all kind of Bobby sort down of down the earth more yeah. people than than red seems to be here totally you know um so yeah you're right it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely different um but i hope there's more to come i hope we can do all kinds of things cuz i want to see it <laughs> <laughs> you know i want more unexpected things to happen that's just just yeah. all i want like i hope i'm wrong about everything so i can just be surprised cuz at least twice throughout this this part um my jaw was literally dropped like literally my jaw is dropped and i'm like oh you're this is so surprising your jaw literally dropped and i'm like yeah it is and then i'm like you should close your mouth and i'm like but i can't cuz th- the scene is still continuing like <laughs> i'm still being mystified here uh, yeah. and, or horrified or you know depending on the scene <laughs> Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't really do that for for most shows. I don't usually physically turn into a cartoon character. <laughs> right. You know, who's like who just I'm so overwhelmed with like emotion that I just like, you know, revert to uh to like Dougie or something. I'm just like, what am I watching? You know, how can yeah. this be real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then he spits up the quarter. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Like it's 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 great enough of a scene if the, if the coin just stays in the air a little too long yeah that's, that's already that is totally scary crazy, you're already freaking me out yeah. and then it's good enough if what sp- the coin's in his mouth okay you know we've seen magic tricks like yeah. that where it's like the thing is actually on the person and you don't know how they got it there right. wow it's in his mouth that's extra crazy version yeah. of that too but you know that's in the realm of magic tricks. Sure um, but then <laughs> it disappears from his hand, yeah, and is back in the air, um, and you wonder, yeah. did that previous thing just happen? Did we right. go back in time yeah, or yeah, yeah forwards in time? is this future is it past uh okay. and then you know he catches it, <laughs> yeah, so it was like so many levels beyond what uh, i thought it I thought it could do.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I was I was not ready for that scene
0: mm-hmm. at
1: all. Um, I mean, I assumed we'd see that character again because it's about Zargetti. Um, uh, but uh, I had I mean, from the one thing he did, I just I had no sense. But yeah, the the possession idea is interesting because, like, I was thinking he just is from the Black Lodge, but being possessed sort of makes more sense in a way because that would. That would allow him to be, you know, different in different contexts. Mm-hmm. If he's if he's gonna be more like uh a Leland type character. And, you know, the Black Lodge, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past certain Black Lodge characters from getting involved in the drug trade. <laughs> I don't think that's out of the question.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, most a lot of times these characters want more than just what it seems like they want, you know, so it could be yeah. Part of some bigger scheme that Brand. that is that yeah. is sort of more worthy of a of a of an uh, inhabitation yeah. uh, scheme or whatever. Um, I, I think you know again, like I really we saw you know we'll get to it in the next scene. I think the uh, the fat trout trailer park, but um, you know I hope we we see some more of the of like black lodge people, any of those people from the convenience store scene are certainly welcome to come back (laughs) and you know (laughs) like the jumping man like what's right what's he up to you know the woodsman all those characters so it would be interesting if you know if if red is being uh, inhabited you know if if they even connected it to any of those people yeah yeah um yeah or or he's you know uh mrs Traymon's grandson all grown up
1: right which would be totally crazy or possessed by the grandson you know like somehow mm-hmm. connected
0: mm-hmm. um
1: because th- that is the closest thing in the series to to this scene i think yeah um even though it doesn't i mean you know it, it, this is actually crazier than what happened with the corn but, but it,
0: but it actually is a, it's a, it's a sort of um, escalation of the corn thing, right? It's so the same yeah. kind of thing, but like better. And I think that goes along with the idea that he was, you know, learning magic. You know, that's true. Uh, that he's You're older right. now, and he's like, oh god, now I'm trick. starting
1: to think it's true.
0: Like the trick <laughs> is a lot better now. It started with him just moving object you know from a to b but now he can like do this other stuff right yeah that's my favorite new theory (laughs) yeah yeah that's
1: a good theory Uh, i
0: uh, I like that i would love for that character to come back in uh in some way and that's that would be very interesting yeah yeah definitely Definitely. if he if he mentions magic or learning magic as a kid or having a grandmother you know yeah that'll be it that'll be it Um all right. So you ready to go
1: on to the next yeah, bit? Yeah, let's do it. So uh the next bit here, it's sort of a sequence. So we cut to Richard driving away. He's uh he's upset about how he was treated in that scene we just talked about. Um, you know, being called a kid and this whole weird magic thing and all that. It's just kind of, you know, venting his frustrations. Mm-hmm um and then we go to the new uh-oh wait for it the new Fat Trouch Trailer Park uh-oh uh where Mickey <laughs> again thank you credits Mickey gets a ride with Carl Rod what from uh Firewalk with me played by Harry Dean Stanton TV's uh, Carl uh, Rod TV's Carl Rod and now he's TV's Carl Rod <laughs> It wow. used to be silver screens, Carl Rod. Mm hmm, mm hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, wow. Let's just take a moment and realize how lucky we are. You know what I mean? Oh the, yeah. The, the, it just, 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 just again, we just don't deserve this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> there's nobody. Yeah. There's no way. You know, we deserve like to ha- to be able to have this guy still alive, play, willing to do this part. Yeah, that he's still part of the story. That is the the Fat Trout Trailer Park is still there. <laughs> that that same that same uh telephone pole is, you know, is still well, there. Well, we got to talk
1: about that. We got to talk yeah. about
0: that. Yeah. It's a little
1: it's a little bit problematic.
0: Oh. Um
1: there's some uh, problems. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about the problems or you want to talk about the scene?
0: <laughs> uh, where where do you want to go from there? Let's talk about the scene. Yeah, let's talk okay, about the scene okay. and we'll get to the problems. Okay, yeah, because really, yeah,
1: the, the telephone pole and uh, the problems are intertwined, I guess. Um, so, but we'll just we'll just get through, because this is a whole sequence, really. It's not, I mean, there are individual scenes here, but this kind of all adds up to a sequence, I would say. Um. So, anyway, Mickey gets a ride with Carl Rod into town uh, to get... Linda's male. I noticed
0: that when I watched Watch out it. For I that. heard Linda.
1: Watch out for that. There's a Linda. There's a Linda. We, we have a Richard and we have a Linda.
0: Mhm. What was it uh, Wait, what was the point of Richard and Linda? I don't
1: remember, but the giant said something <laughs> about Richard and Linda.
0: I'm glad we both can't remember. Yeah, it was uh Yeah,
1: sorry, it's been too long since part
0: 1. Two birds, two birds with one stone. I remember that. Two birds with one stone, right? Yeah. Yeah, and four three zero,
1: um, and then yeah, Richard and Linda, and maybe there was another thing. I don't remember. We'll have to have to do some have to do some rewatching to get all these facts straight. Mhm. Uh, but ever since then, it's like I'm waiting for Richard and Linda to show up. So ever since, uh, yeah. Now we have both candidates. So um, we haven't seen Linda yet, but. Uh when they're in the car, they also discuss getting Linda a wheelchair. So um so yeah, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Um, it's uh it's an interesting element here. Um so uh we're gonna get more with Carl. Um but uh we go to the uh we go to the double R where a character named Miriam Sullivan explains uh Essentially, how good the pie is at the double R to Shelly and
0: Heidi, who is for real there this time doing her signature giggle. She's there, but no one will say her name. What is going on? Did you notice that? No, I didn't. No, I was like, somebody just, I know it's Heidi. It's clearly her. She's in the credits. It's the same actress. Somebody please just say her name is Heidi and no one said her name the entire scene and they kept they they mentioned the other lady who's in there who's not a character from before like who doesn't even matter and I'm like somebody please just say that that's Heidi just just say the name and they wouldn't say it
1: I I didn't even notice because it was so obviously Heidi to me I guess I wasn't
0: uh but I I guess I but like if you're just like a casual viewer, you know, you're not necessarily going to recognize Yeah, I mean, but even if you remember that character, you're not oh, necessarily going to gonna... notice that that's the, the same actress. Right. You right. know,
1: so I'm just like why not say her even name? Even the giggle, I feel like the giggle is the signature thing. The
0: giggle is the signature thing for sure, but I'm just like why not say her name? It was just really weird. They had so many it opportunities. Is weird. It is weird. I agree.
1: I just didn't I guess I didn't notice cuz I wasn't I wasn't thinking in terms of um you know the 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 casual fan or whatever uh sort of needing to be reminded or something. Um and you know, I mean maybe it's kind of an easter egg thing where like maybe you don't I just have to I want be, it.
0: you know just like what you know when Albert says, you know, hello Diane or whatever, you know, just like, you know, yeah. uh just having you know even even norma you know (laughs) shelly or whatever just like acknowledging the character's presence by someone saying their name is like a normal thing uh so the fact but the fact that they didn't do it specifically when talking to this other lady who could have easily said bye heidi or whatever right they had heidi laugh like 20 times (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah anyway i just I don't know. So I was waiting for, then for you know, it's like a ringing a bell or something. I'm just like, okay, I'm just waiting for the thing you're going to do. And it right. didn't do it. So yeah. it stood out to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I just noticed Shelly's wearing a wedding ring around her neck on a necklace. Oh, I heard.
1: Yeah, I saw something about that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so, so
1: maybe that'll come up, uh, whatever that means. Um... Uh, So Miriam leaves an excessive tip and Shelly suggests treating her to pie next time she comes in. Uh, Then uh, we switch back to Richard driving erratically and ranting still about Red. Um, Then we go over to Carl smoking on a park bench and he sees a woman and her son playing in the park and they run by uh, then we go back to Richard, still driving, uh, but then he uh, gets he sees that there's a, a line of stopped cars ahead, so he decides to pass in the other lane, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the opposite direction. Um, and uh, as he moves to pass in the other lane, the boy runs into the street, that part of the street right in front of him. So Richard hits the boy and... Kills him instantly. I assume by the way they play the scene, no one seems to be getting help, so uh, I, I <laughs> yeah. guess he's dead.
0: Uh, I mean, he hit him pretty well, hard. When when his spirit leaves his body, I think. That oh, means was that he's the dead. clue?
1: <laughs> See, I didn't. I didn't take the hint.
0: You uh, didn't catch yeah, that. Good, good yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're right. I guess. I guess that would be the
0: confirmation. Um, yeah. But
1: I, I was thinking the whole time, like, does someone call an ambulance or something instead of just staring?
0: Yeah, no. Um, when it's over, it's over.
1: Yeah, but I guess that's the idea. It was just, it was such an extreme. Like the way they shot it, it really looked like a pretty harsh, a pretty harsh. Uh, yeah, hit. I
0: think I think medically speaking, it was pretty harsh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. I like to use that precise medical terminology, you know, for for those those at home who understand it.
0: Yeah. So. Can we talk about the this scene? This this, this Oh, moment? let me just. Uh, uh, oh, you uh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Let me just kind of finish up this little bit here. So uh, Miriam witnesses Richard driving away. So that's a thing to note. Uh, then people look on as the mother cries with her dead boy in her arms. Carl looks on, sees a floating flamey thing ascend into the sky from where the boy was. As we just talked about, he goes up to the mother, and meanwhile, I guess. A number six telephone pole makes some sounds. <laughs> That's the end of the scene.
0: Alright. Um yeah, what a I mean what a strange sequence here. Um yeah. again we have that thing of of Lynch loving this like juxtaposition um of um of like horror and comedy you know the um the scene at the diner is like so light <laughs>
1: right
0: and then like uh you know even even kind of the thing with Carl but but then we get this like yeah ho- horrific like murder um yeah. and uh, yeah that that's what my jaw had dropped uh and it continued to drop and then uh his spirit left his body and <laughs> i was like <laughs> What? And yeah. Carl saw it. Carl saw um, it. Yeah, so definitely. it was like twenty levels of like, I can't believe this. This. How is this happening? What is what? What's going on here? Um, cause it. I, I I think the fact that we get the the spirit leaving the body and Carl seeing it sort of um justifies it a little bit. Justifies the like. <laughs> horror of the actually, you know, actually what they, how they shot it, you know, uh, cause they could have right. cut away, you know, they could have made it yeah. clear he got hit. Um, yeah. so, but I feel like there, you know, there's like a, a potential plot element here, you know, or at least some, yeah. uh, new information on the mythology of the show here with this whole idea. I thought the floaty, floaty fire thingy was going to go into the electrical lines mm-hmm. and I thought that was just going to like. Put this you know, really solidify that idea. Uh but no, it continues past them and goes into the sky. So yeah it's interesting. Like I would've never I wouldn't ever thought that.
1: <laughs> but they do cut to the electric lines, so there's there's some connection there.
0: They do cut to it, yeah. Uh
1: but it's not really clear exactly what's going on there. So uh we see this telephone pole and firewalk with me, is that correct? hmm Okay. So, uh, yeah, so here's the problem. Um, uh, the Thatcher Out Trailer Park in yeah. the original in Fire Walk With Me was in Deer Meadow. hmm Not in Twin Peaks, or not near Twin Peaks, really. I mean, Deer Meadow was, I guess, near Twin Peaks in the grand scheme of things, but...
0: Yeah.
1: Not as close as they portray it here. Mm-hmm. Uh So I guess the idea of why they put new... It's kind of a recon, I think, is that like the fact because uh, people pointed it out, I think in the book, the Fat Trout Trailer Park is referred to as being in Twin Peaks. And, uh, you know, a lot of people pointed out that, you know, that that's not what it was in um, Fire Walk With Me. So I feel like they tacked the new on there as a kind of as a kind of not I guess recon isn't the right word, but a way to sort of make it make sense, like somehow they they rebuilt the Fat Trout Trailer Park near Twin Peaks and called it the new one. And Carl moved there, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like he's the same place he was before, but now he's by Twin Peaks instead of Deer Meadow, which is not really that close. Um, and so, uh, you know, they I guess
0: they I, feel like, I feel like I feel like I feel like it's this conversation that is like is, is like when writers hate the fans. <laughs> You know, when it's like, God damn it, the fans are always honest, you know what I mean? On <laughs> uh, the details, you know, because it's like, yeah. it's that classic, oh, no, excuse me, I do believe the Fat Trout Trailer Park is in Deer Meadow, <laughs> not in Twin Peaks, you know, and you're like, God damn it, I'm just trying to make a TV show here, you right. know. Uh, but but I, I do love the fact that that's a thing And now they have to deal with it And um, and so basically you're saying That calls into question If this is the same telephone pole Because that well, pole should be yeah. in Dear So the,
1: the trailer part can move But the telephone pole really shouldn't move so What if Carl it, you know... He's the
0: one who installed that pole And it's his pole And he's taking it with them <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, I want dude, you to move my entire sure. trailer park and take the pole too. Why not? Sounds um, good to me.
1: I'm on board. Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, maybe there's just two of them uh, and they're just coincidental. Well, I'm, I'm curious if it's Carl. the.
0: I do remember it said six. I don't remember if the numbers above it are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah
1: yeah I didn't really do the comparison and I didn't really remember specifically this at number six I just saw that um, uh, and and like really it doesn't it doesn't bother me that much like doing a retcon like this because it's like they want to get you know they want to get Carl involved in the story and they don't want to be you know having him like going back and forth between Deer Meadow and Twin Peaks all the time like they're done with Deer Meadow it's not about fucking Deer Meadow anymore <laughs> So, you know, I, I get it. Like, I'm on board with it. It's fine. I just have to point it out because if you're if you're following the continuity, it's it's, uh you know, it stands out. Yeah. It's like kind of a kind of an interesting thing. And the fact that they tacked on new is just it's kind of hilarious. That makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's such a simple way to to like fix a continuity problem.
0: because they they also could have changed the name and and, totally. and just had it be he's just got another place. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so that's interesting. There I just tacked on new. I thought it's sort of like
1: they wanted it to be the same place, but yeah, it's not. So this is the easiest way to make it not the same place, but close to the same place.
0: So I'm looking at the um, telephone pole shot from Fire Walk with Me. Mm-hmm. And it is the number six, mm-hmm. and the letters above it, three, two, four, eight one oh, look the same uh mm-hmm. but it's 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 sort of technically not the same pole production wise. I'm sure this it's not pole the same. has like sure. a bunch of other wood attached to it and stuff like that, yeah um but uh, so they didn't like recreate it exactly, right um but uh so yeah, but anyway, it's supposed to be the same.
1: To an extent, that's to be expected. Like, I'm sure if you compare, you know, something like um, the Roadhouse, the Sheriff Station. Actually, people have already done that. Uh, or um, the Horn, Ben Horn's office or something. Mm, Any mm-hmm. location that was in the original series. I mean, they, you know, they they tore down the sets and rebuilt them. So they they're not going to look exactly like the original ones. And yet they are supposed to be the same place.
0: You, you know? think so? I think so. All right.
1: I'm I'm putting my foot down on that one.
0: Well, I'll consider it be a theory, a working theory until I prove it otherwise.
1: Okay, so I good.
0: uh cool. Yeah. So what do you, so how do you what do you take this to mean? Because in Fire Walk with me they made it pretty explicit, you know, when the arm says, you know, I am the arm and, and I sound like this and he makes the yeah. that Indian whooping sound. Yeah. You know, we hear that sound when we see the telephone pole uh, in firewalk with me, um, uh, which I believe is like right before Desmond goes missing when he, when he finds the ring. Yeah. Uh, So it's the idea that the, that he's, that the arm is there in the park, I guess, or something like that. Um, so I took, yeah, I kind of took this shot in, uh, this episode here, uh, as as like someone from the Black Lodge is around or something, you know, maybe because this kid died or something. Um oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like maybe there's Garmin Bozia or something.
0: Uh well maybe. You know, I I am maybe in a minority here where I, I don't think Garmin Bosia is a thing that they actively want. I think Garmin Bose is a thing that Bob stole from Mike and Mike wanted it back, but that like, you know, that's not like a MacGuffin that all these people want, so I, would, mm-hmm. I wouldn't personally say that, but yeah, but mm-hmm. that kind of thing, you know, that there was something interesting about this 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 kid dying here or yeah or I'm his just thrown like, you know?
1: there's clearly pain and sorrow going on here so mm-hmm. if uh if Garment were going to come into play uh you know it would make sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah I you know I I don't know it's it's clear that for example Mike isn't sitting there constantly figuring out ways to get Garment Bozia I mean yeah. we're definitely not <laughs> watching that happening if 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 he is that's a long con, <laughs> yeah uh, but you know just possibly um it seems- it seems like that's on the table here, um I assume that uh this this character Miriam witnessing Richard driving away will come in the play later, um mm-hmm. you know uh i I don't know exactly how, but you know um. Uh you know, maybe she'll talk to the sheriff or maybe um uh maybe Richard will go after her. Like I, I don't know what's gonna happen, but if that she she definitely saw him and he saw her see him. So uh so I, I assume that's that's a setup for somebody. I saw
0: you see me. Mm-hmm. That's what he's gonna tell her. I saw you see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, I love those shots of like everyone around uh just having those shots looking pain Mm -hmm. and 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 hurt you know of of the kid like you don't they don't do that a lot um where i mean it was like almost comical in a way you know like how many different shots of people we got reacting the exact same way you know sort of to this uh to this kid dying yeah. Um I thought that was interesting. Uh how they they really spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. Uh, like not one or two shots, but like a whole bunch of people, you know. Yeah. Um do you find any significance with the kids floaty spirit thing going up or, or um uh Carl seeing it in particular? I uh, yeah,
1: I do think that's significant. Now, how and why?
0: hmm <laughs> Those All right, are the
1: hard questions. Well, that's um, what we're here to solve the hard questions. Uh, but yeah, I really have no idea how it's significant. I know that I know that in the book they they kind of add to Carl's story a bit, and they say that he was you know abducted, sort of like uh, Major Briggs and the Log Lady. I guess they didn't tell us that Margaret was abducted either in the original series, but. You know, the idea is that's how that's when she got that tattoo, just like uh, Major Briggs has when he comes back. Um, That makes sense. So I guess when Carl was a kid, this happens, according to the book, at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I feel like that's connected. Like the fact that he was was taken uh, maybe has something to do with why he can see this stuff um i do remember that uh in fire walk with me he has that brief line where he says something like i've already gone places and i remember like um i remember reading uh people online and stuff making making a lot of that line and and i'm thinking like why why does that have to mean anything i mean that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean he did anything crazy he could have just gone places (laughs) i mean yeah you know what i mean it could just be a simple you know but uh the book you know, and potentially this seems to be pointing that yeah some some kind of crazy event you know involving the Black Lodge maybe happened to him, and um uh yeah, so maybe he's he's got some some i don't know extra perception or something of this stuff, and um
0: maybe that'll come into play, um it came off to me like he hadn't seen it before, um. And maybe he's never witnessed a murder that closely after someone's died before, maybe. But yeah, uh, yeah. I can, I, and this is just a you know it, you you know you couldn't say definitively, but it just came off to me like he hadn't you know it hadn't happened to him before. Um,
1: yeah, I guess I didn't I didn't really read that either way. Like I definitely didn't read it that oh I've definitely seen this before, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really thinking I've never seen it. it clearly was you know astonishing or surprising or whatever um so yeah i guess i don't think he's seeing that all the time i totally agree but i'm just thinking it's connected somehow with Mm -hmm. what happened to him before and yeah maybe it doesn't manifest itself very often or maybe it manifests itself in other ways usually but um uh like i don't know what the story is there but that's those are the ingredients i have to offer (laughs) (laughs) all right Um, uh so so i i I guess i i i i feel like this sets the stage for uh for for him to be involved somehow in you know whatever the whatever the supernatural plot is going to be you know he certainly was involved you know tangentially in that in um firewalk with me
0: yeah, I wonder if he'll say like he moved because of something that happened. You know, maybe mm-hmm. after Agent Desmond went missing or something. Or right. uh, I wonder if they'll just make connect it back to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. That makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that.
0: Um, but yeah, I guess we'll hopefully see more of Carl in these, uh, in this, in this. Whatever's happening with uh the spirit, yeah, I also wonder if it was something special about the boy, or is this right. just a thing that happens to everybody
1: right right yeah you know? yeah, I guess yeah that's that's something we won't know until we get like some more cases to compare uh mm-hmm. if he if he sees any more people die, I guess that'll that'll be the thing um uh 'cause yeah i i ugh. I assumed it was just everyone like it, it the, the way the scene played, it seemed like this was just some random boy um, to mm-hmm. me, you know, who just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. But um, it's interesting. I, I, They've never shown anything like this before, to my knowledge. Uh, so, you know, if it really happens to everyone, they haven't made that clear.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, because, you know, we've seen, obviously, we've seen people die. uh, And Uh, we have never seen this before.
1: Right. Though it does seem like only Carl saw that. So, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it might
1: just be that most people can't see that that's happening.
0: Mm hmm. All right. You want to go to the next part?
1: Sure. Uh, So. Uh, Next up, we go to Las Vegas. We go back to see our old friend Duncan Todd uh, for the second time. (laughs) And he's uh, working on his laptop when he sees a red square appear on the screen. And then that prompts him to open a safe and uh, get out an envelope with a black dot on it. Um, so we the audience can keep track of it, among other reasons, I'm sure, and uh then he he's a little wary of the envelope, but then he uh, goes back to typing It's a little scene there.
0: Oh, that's a scene
1: <laughs> so uh, I mean, this is the thing I was talking about earlier uh the the thing on his laptop, like you know possibly that is or is part of the message that uh evil Cooper sent when he made his phone call. Um uh at the uh in, in South so, Dakota
0: So do you no longer think that Evo Cooper called the box in Argentina? Oh,
1: I still think he called the box, but I'm I'm thinking maybe maybe uh maybe the box sent this or maybe he did both at the same time. I mean, I think it's possible that I a hundred percent it's possible he didn't call the box and he just did this. Uh I still think he called the box, but I, I'm just throwing out that this is included in there somehow.
0: Okay. Uh um, as as
1: part as part of uh what he was doing there.
0: Like you mean like the like the, the cow jumping over the moon part or potentially. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, or or just the numbers that he typed in, or yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really know what he was doing.
0: <laughs> uh, well, no one knows what he was doing, but the writers of the show.
1: I guess you know. I mean, I'm just connecting the dots. That it it seems clear to me that this 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 red square is the thing that makes him get the envelope out, and and because of what the envelope means, um. It makes sense to me that it would come from evil Cooper. And, you know, that's the moment when, you know, that's the moment from recent times. Again, there's, you know, the question of Las Vegas taking place in 2003 or whatever. If that's true, um, then that would change things. But uh, in present, you know, recent times like that, you know, that was a moment when he could have sent a message. Um, so, yeah, it's possible that it was this and, and the Argentina thing is is, you know, related but 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 not what he was calling uh misdirection or maybe just slightly misleading or something um uh i think that's possible but i am really not sure though like at all (laughs) just for the record all right
0: um yeah well this is all pretty crazy situation happening here um so the envelope basically, uh, is instructions for the guy to go kill, uh, what's his name? Ike the Spike? Ike the Spike Statler. Um, and, uh, so basically Duncan Todd has this in a safe and <laughs> it's, at some time, he knows, okay, when I get the red square, mm-hmm. that means it's time. Send
1: the, the envelope.
0: Send the envelope. Right. And the envelope, was there just one envelope in the safe? Oh, I didn't see what was in the safe. Uh, interesting. And in the envelope has the lady and, and Dougie. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, so this is weird. So I'm just trying to piece this together. So is, is it supposed to be that Mr. C hired the first set of hitmen to get Dougie, like through Duncan Todd, to get Dougie, yep. and they failed. Yep. So there was a second set that was sent, and they failed. And now he's like, okay now
1: Wait, who's the who's the first and the second? Wasn't there two sets? I don't think so. I think it's just one set so
0: far. Oh, I thought when you explained it earlier you said there was two sets of Hitman.
1: Well, I mean there's the there's the people that Dougie owes money to, but it seems to me that they're not connected. Yeah, to no. Mr. Not those C people. and they're not trying to kill him either.
0: Yeah, not those people. Okay, sorry, I got confused. I thought you were saying there were, there was the original hitman and they failed and then. Oh I guess it... I
1: mean I guess what I had in mind is Ike, you know. Now he's after Dougie, presumably. Okay. You know, uh... as, as the second set, that would
0: be Ike. Oh, that's what you were saying. You are talking about Ike. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So basically, red square means, okay, go to the backup guy because these guys failed. I don't know why you didn't start with Ike to begin with. If he's the guy who can get it done. Right. uh, But yeah, wow, that's weird. That's weird. Okay, huh. It's weird,
1: but that seems to be what's happening. Mm-hmm. Again, they could somehow tell us it means something other than what it looks like. But um yeah, that's my best that's my best guess about what's going on here.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh so you wanna you wanna continue from there? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so, uh, so then we go over to Rancho Rosa, we get a brief uh, brief scene involving the police towing away Dougie's car that exploded, and uh, the license plate's on the roof uh, of the woman who's still saying 119. Mm-hmm. So that's a little... That's a little scene, just to tell us that the police got the car, I guess. Um... I'm not
0: really sure what purpose this serves, but... Uh, I, I, You know, they got the, the license plate. plate maybe
1: it's going to be a thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, this is... uh, It just dawned on me this was the kind of scene that most shows would not have given us because we would assume all this happened. You know, right. even if it is about the license plate, we would have, like, cut to the police station where they were, you know, where they're like, right. okay, well, the you know, the license plate of the car that blew up is this, and, you know, well... But it just... Yeah. Just the kind of, like, mundanity of dealing with the aftermath of the wreckage of the yeah. explosion just seemed unusual. It is weird.
1: So, yeah, I guess now that I think about it, I wonder if it's just going to be they they look up the license plate and they call Janie E. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's been asking about the car. She's asked about yeah. the car a few times. Uh, so then, you know, then she'll find out what happened to the car and have some kind of reaction, I guess, to the fact that it blew up. Um, maybe that will provide a sense of urgency. Uh, will she just assume it's the people they owe money to? Like, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen
0: there. Yeah. Well, Dougie won't be any help, whatever it but is.
1: Obviously not. That's why I said Janie E. She's going to have to be in charge of that whole thing. It's up to. It's all up to Janie E. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So you ready to? continue from there okay so then we go to a motel i'm assuming in las vegas um where Mm -hmm. ike the spike statler uh, is playing dice and writing i guess um he gets the envelope with the black dot that came from duncan todd uh it has a picture of lorraine that's her name um so uh yeah she's the one um She's the one who we saw, uh, the, the two hand men who were waiting for, um, Dougie at Rancho Rosa, uh, and, and I guess planted the bomb, um, mm-hmm. uh, it has a picture of her and, you know, she also called the box with her little Blackberry, um, um, and, uh, I'm guessing now that in that first scene with Duncan Todd, when he says, tell her she got the job, that that's who they're referring to. I'm going to say that now and we'll see. hmm <laughs> See if that works out later. It seems to make sense. It seems to fit with what we know so far. Uh, and, uh, the other picture is Dougie and, uh, Ike, uh, the Spike Statler stabs the pictures with his, uh, with his ice pick. Is this an ice pick? Mm-hmm okay good uh so yeah that's that's the spike i guess but uh yeah he stabs it i guess implying he's gonna he's gonna uh, kill them which uh looks to be true you know spoiler alert as we uh get to the later scene so yeah this is our introduction to ike the spike i guess
0: what an intro (laughs) <laughs> yeah he seems to be playing dice and uh like like recording what what numbers he gets is what I am assuming he's doing, yeah I guess so. I thought he was like testing his luck or something, mm-hmm. maybe this is some some weird i don't know what, but it seems like he was are recording probabilities figuring out statistics mm-hmm. or I don't know um or maybe that you know some kind of thing um. But yeah, we see him kind of study the faces, so I guess he knows who to kill, <laughs> um, which I thought was a nice detail, very important. You don't want to yeah. stab the wrong person. Um, uh, but it, but it made me think, okay, when he gets to Dougie, is he gonna, you know, see anything different? You know, because mm-hmm. Cooper does look different than Dougie, right, right, right. Um, you know It was but, definitely Dougie in that picture. Yeah, it was definitely Dougie. But uh yeah,
1: anyway, it's an uh
0: new character.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of this uh relentless and brutal hitman, I guess. Um uh okay. So uh uh so then we go on to um Dougie back at work again. Uh, Lucky 7 Insurance. He goes into the office uh, with difficulty, as always. Uh, Bushnell Mullins... God, these names. Bushnell Mullins calls him into his office as Anthony Sinclair looks on. Uh, In his office, Bushnell uh, stares at Dougie's case files, and as he looks through them, he gradually understands what the markings that Dougie made uh, mean. And uh, he says that he'll take care of it and the case files have given him a lot to think about.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he won't tell us what that is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this scene started to feel very meta to me. I don't know if they intended that and they probably didn't. But
0: in, in what way
1: I got this weird vibe with the scene where like he's staring at Dougie's like, you know, kind of childish scribblings for a really long time. And, you know, at first it just seems like nonsense
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and like, you know, like a waste of time. And then like he finally gets to the end and he's like, oh, I see what you did there. You know, and I, I guess I took it as as kind of a metaphor, maybe, for how this Dougie plot might work. You know, like, maybe sure. maybe we're staring at this, like, what's the point? I don't get it. And maybe once once we get to the end of this, uh, it'll come together and we'll say, aha, <laughs> now mm-hmm. I understand why they did that. Maybe mm-hmm. not, but it, it at least seems well, like, you know. What's interesting about
0: what's interesting about that is we know why Dougie made those scribblings though. You know, it doesn't, doesn't actually help us, (laughs) you know, uh, we know he made it because of the light, you know? (laughs) Sure. True. True. But, uh, but the, yeah, the meta point I think is interesting. I hope that's true. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it might not be, but I mean, like, I
0: have faith that that it'll all that this is for a reason, and it'll it'll all you know make sense at the yeah. by the end. I, you know, I think that's true. I don't think this, you know, I don't think anything here is like wasting time or is like anything really less than what they intend to do. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I guess I mean, some of this Dougie stuff, you know, can be tedious, and I'm just wondering. i'm wondering how justified it's going to seem when we look at the series as a whole you know what i mean so like a a reference point that i hadn't really thought of was uh nadine in Mm -hmm. season two you know um i know that the nadine plot is often grouped with you know some of the other like not that great season two plots um that people talk about but uh Nadine's plot, you know, starts with episode eight, which, you know, might also be known as episode one of season two, um, which David Lynch was very, very, very much involved with. Mm -hmm. Um, So he 100 percent, you know, put his stamp on that plot line as approving it. And, you know, he was there to close it out with the final episode of the season. But it lasted the entire season. She spent the entire season like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't think we're going to get Dougie for this entire season or something close to that. I, I, you know, maybe again, it's just wishful thinking. It would be such a troll if they did that. I can't, I, I, it's hard for me to imagine that they would subvert audience expectation to that extent. Um But they've already done more, you know, more than I've expected. And, you know, you know, I've seen a lot of people point that out. Um, So, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, it's a reference point for how far he might be willing to go um, with this. And I mean, really, you know, I mean, we never got to the next step. So who knows if it would have paid off or not. But. The Nadine subplot does not pay off for me within season two itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sort of well, feels like when she thing- comes back, like, finally.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think the big key difference would be that Nadine wasn't, like, the main character of the Very show. Very true. Very true. So yeah. you could have her, you know, she's like that the whole season, but she's only in so many episodes, you know, so many scenes right. throughout the whole season, you know, versus, That's like... A good- we we you know, we probably already gotten more Dougie scenes than Nadine scenes or something, you know. Uh, at this point. So I think that's the big difference. But yeah, that's interesting uh comparison though. Um but I uh yeah, I was actually just thinking more 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 literally about that comparison, just like Nadine's regressing Uh and sort of sort Mm -hmm. of coupled with memory loss, um being similar to to Dougie's regressing and memory loss and and if that is there any connection there? I mean, because that was just sort of unexplained, right? Yeah. Um she it was presumably
1: just, because of the suicide attempt but yeah
0: and then I, I i you know i'm rewatching season two now and i i when that whole thing started i really you know and, and as it was progressing i was really trying to go okay another uh uh black lodge spirit is inhabiting her that's what it is and oh God. this spirit wants to relive its youth or or wants <laughs> to pretend you know pretend like yeah. it's it's in high school again and so it's it's sort of, you know, making Nadine, you know, seem that way. Like, and this is just all, you know, and that's why it's super strong, you know. Right. And the, you know, the adrenaline is running and it's super strong. And, and that explains all that. And it doesn't quite work.
1: <laughs> well, they they seem to say that Nadine was super strong even before the regression happened. You know, there's a, there's a scene in season one where she's on this exercise equipment and she, like, bends it backwards in frustration and that's when oh, she was just normal right. nadine so it's sort of like she had that already or at least like to some extent huh because um, i thought
0: yeah maybe it's just yeah i think i think maybe they just explain it after she regresses because i felt like there was a scene where the doc was like you know the sh- adrenaline, the, the adrenaline yeah, was, yeah was causing it but, but yeah it could have been from before
1: yeah yeah, just like undiagnosed or
0: something. But it, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, always. Yeah, oh, that's right. It was in season one. What was Ed doing all this time with this like super strong? What like you know? <laughs> it, it comes weird. off like that was like a recent occurrence. You know, like a yeah, like a, like a new thing.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why it's always seemed strange to me that scene in season one. It's like it seems like a setup but then i agree it raises all these questions that they don't address in any way so i don't know uh we've seen nadine briefly so far maybe we'll see her again maybe they'll address it mhm it's possible
0: maybe uh nadine will fight mr c <laughs> <laughs> oh god god uh they'll arm wrestle or something why not um but yeah it's it's cool we have nadine in the show so we'll see what uh she seemed i mean she didn't say anything she was just sitting there but she seemed sort of normal so yeah, yeah hopefully yeah, yeah. uh i mean she was watching dr amp yeah uh so she's clearly has issues but um Nor-
1: normal ish i mean nadine normal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. say, yeah yeah No, she. I assume they're not going to do the regressing thing again. They'll just say she's, you know.
0: Yeah, they they can't do that again. Oh, jeez. And yeah, I wonder. I wonder if she'll have any scenes with Mike, or if they'll allude to that whole thing, you know. uh, Right.
1: Um. Oh yeah, not Black
0: Lodge Mike, but the other Mike. uh, Mike um, Nelson. Yeah. Mike Nelson. Yeah. So, uh, or like you know that that wild and crazy summer remember, remember that time i all those times i let things go too far <laughs> I let things get out of hand or whatever he said uh um, yeah 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 wow um all right so uh real quick uh they made this point about bushnell mullins being uh boxer. you know a boxer yeah uh i thought that was interesting yeah, yeah. It
1: sort of reminded me of the Sheriff Cable thing from Fire Walk With Me. This mm-hmm. weird, like, old, like, story about this person who's, like, just occupying this job, but they, in their spare time or in their previous life or whatever, they, I don't know, they do these physical things. Like, it's it's kind of this weird promotional thing, I guess. hmm um, yeah, it's strange. He used to be a boxer and now he runs an insurance company. Okay. Yep. Why not? I guess. You can't, you know, boxing is you know, you can't do
0: that your whole life, I guess. So gotta <laughs> <laughs> figure out a second career. What are you, the boxer's parents? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like you can't do that forever. (laughs) Grow up and get a real job. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly. What are you gonna do? Punch people the rest of your life? Come on.
0: (laughs) Wow, you're like naturally a boxer's parent.
1: (laughs) I mean, right? No? Am I (laughs) am I am I wrong?
0: Hey, that's between you and your boxer child. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't want to get in the middle of that family drama.
1: <laughs> Listen, Bushnell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, need to work on your resume. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Dougie's whole thing. I was surprised Dougie couldn't shake hands. That seems like a no brainer. Oh, yeah. The fact that he was like, "I'm just gonna like Imitate mirror you. your whole body." Yeah. It's like, all right, Dougie.
1: Yeah, yeah, Dougie. He's oh god. Soon, come back soon, Coop. You need to Mm -hmm. wake up. Don't die.
0: I think. I think the the next. I think he's gotta wake up. I think he's gotta wake up within the next episode or two. I really do. I don't think it can go much longer. Because how many more times can Mike show up and go? You're doing it wrong. Right. You know, right. I, I we've seen him twice, so yeah. I'm gonna say after this third time we see Mike, what Mike's gonna do something. You know, I, it seems like maybe there's one more time Dougie might need help with this job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you know, we you know maybe Michael help with that or something, but uh, but I, I feel like you know third time's a charm. Mike's got to do something that's gonna really jolt him or. Uh, cause it, it, it's not enough to just be told. So somehow he's gotta be physically woken up or, you know, what, I mean, what could be the catalyst? Um, if it's not yeah. coffee, if it's not yeah. coffee or pie or, yeah. you know, um,
1: it seems like it, 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 it seems like it would have to be like the most Cooper thing.
0: Okay. Um, so what's the most Cooper
1: thing? That's a high, i know that's what i'm thinking if, if it's not if it's not like you said coffee and
0: pie um then what like, would it be if he saw diane maybe maybe um tibet uh like what oh what were yeah things? like like meditating or yeah like, yeah, uh, standing upside down uh yeah. <laughs> maybe he needs to stand upside down and like maybe reinvigorate his, his brain.
1: <laughs> that's that's actually interesting. That actually seems strangely plausible.
0: And then I could see <laughs> and that's actually funny. We were just talking about how he mimicked this guy's whole body. Mm-hmm. So uh maybe he'll see some kid standing on his head and Cooper will like go stand on his head. <laughs> oh man.
1: I can see that. I can hundred percent see that. Yeah. That's a good theory.
0: But but I, I feel like it's got to be something... Ugh. I was hoping it was the gold trees. bead. he likes the trees. He like trees. I was hoping it was the gold bead from Dougie that Cooper needed, but Mike doesn't seem to be trying to give that back to him or anything. No. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we can assume he's got everything he needs to wake up. Um, yeah. So it's just a matter of... Um, uh, of something that's gonna, yeah, I don't know, like a gun. Like I said before, a gun or so, or a badge. He was interested in the badge. FBI, maybe if he sees an an, an FBI agent or something. Or um, yeah, I mean, or right. or one of the Twin Peaks character, you know, Lucy or Andy right. or ha- like maybe one of those people. He saw them
1: Yeah. It it seems like it's gotta be something like that You know I mean Going back to like I mean it's not gonna be this But you know going back to Nadine The the way she comes out of it Is like a bag hits her on the head
2: Mm -hmm. You know
1: And I feel like Cooper's recovery is gonna be like that It's gonna be like Instantaneous Right away it happens Yeah Yeah and it, it might end up being at the end of a part or something where, you know, we just get, you know, Cooper says like one thing or something and then we have to wait, you know, to like really spend time with the real Cooper. But mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: but yeah, I'm I'm expecting it'll be something, something that happens quickly. Okay. But I don't know. I, I really don't that. know what. I think those are all good options. I mean, if he has to go back to Twin Peaks, that's definitely uh, uh, the huge possibility there. He uh, hasn't
0: heard his name yet. That's true. So maybe if he that's heard true. his name, could be, could be. It did seem like you know,
1: agent case files; those were ringing vague bells. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, maybe Agent Cooper would 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 really do so do something.
0: Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay.
1: Uh, oh, so are you ready for the next uh, scene here? Yeah, right. So, um, at the park, Janie E meets with Tommy and Jimmy, uh, one of which is played by Jeremy Davies,
0: which is so fun,
1: so weird, so weird to see him. In two. I, 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 think I knew he was gonna be in Twin Peaks. I think I saw that. Um, he's in a few shows lately, um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was cool to see him again um she uh she offers them a lower interest rate than what they were asking and they accept seemingly just out of shock that she kind of berates them Mm -hmm. for um you know for expecting such a a high interest rate
0: And uh, shoves the money at him and, you know, walks away,
1: drives away. Yeah.
0: So I was confused. One of the things I was confused about in this scene, well, probably the only thing I was confused about, the scene's pretty straightforward, was just that they have $425,000, right? Yeah. So I was surprised that she acted like they hadn't just won that money.
1: Yeah, she wants to keep as much of it as possible, I assume.
0: Yeah. But, but like, in this situation... It is definitely a gamble, but she's... Uh, you know, she could afford... She doesn't have to gamble, right? Like, she's playing in a situation like... Yeah. They don't have that money, like, that was just gifted to them. Because that seems... It seemed like that's... Oh, now I'm confused. Because she said in the call she was just... She had just found out about this situation, right? Yeah. But then before, when she gets... When they got the money, when Dougie comes home with the money... She's yeah. like, oh, this is enough to, and she makes it seem oh, she like she knew
1: about it before. Yeah, she was lying. Yeah, she was just that.
0: lying. Okay, so uh, maybe
1: the idea is to cover up the fact that they have a whole bunch of money. She doesn't want them to think that she can just give them that money, and so so maybe it's partially like to protect them.
0: Okay, okay, that's a extra level of uh, gambit here, but I I'm trying.
1: I'm trying. I mean, you know.
0: yeah 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 i mean and definitely you know there's the idea that if 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 she gave them 52 they might say oh now we want 60 you know so right right she could you know has to undercut them and be firm about it i could buy that
1: yeah
0: yeah um well are we done with these guys is this it i mean did you get jeremy davies for one scene (sighs) like
1: i think you might I guess I think you might. Uh on the other hand, I don't know who they work for. Like, I feel like there's a chance. Oh wait, what did they say? What did they say it was? I forgot now. Uh that he bet on. Uh did they say? Oh. I think they said.
0: I didn't catch what they said. Um Okay. Let's
1: see here uh oh yeah yeah so I, I think i could pull this up here uh just take a second because <laughs> i think i think they said
0: um I thought it was horses or something or may, yeah it was it horses i don't know that, that sounds... sounds wrong
1: oh i was gonna say that sounds right <laughs> sounds right uh okay let's see here um okay Okay, uh, so he bought. He took. He took points on a football game.
0: Football. That's what I mean there by horses.
1: Go. There you go. Then he got greedy and doubled down. Okay. Okay. So he bet on a football game. I, I guess. I guess uh, what I was wondering is uh, if these guys were maybe uh, affiliated in some way with the casino that he went to.
0: Yeah, I think they. They think they still could be. You know, that's so where he if, placed
1: the bet. If If that's the case then then I think it's likely we will see them again because I think he is going back there. They they sorta of set that up. Um but it'd be weird for episode. him
0: it'd be weird for that they would work at the casino this it like the if it's the same casino where uh Dougie won the money, that would be weird. <laughs> Because yeah, you're right.
1: Because they didn't seem
0: ready at all. They didn't seem like, oh, here's a guy who owes us fifty-two thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: That's a good point. So maybe they're not connected to Xeno at all, and maybe that's just it's just a crazy cameo. Hmm. Uh, I, I,
0: there's got to be more. I mean, this, uh, there's got to be more to this. I don't, I don't think this is over. It doesn't because it just seems weird to me that that i mean what's then what would what what would have been the point like there's enough going on with people trying to like kill the the hitman plot is enough right for like dougie to be in trouble but yeah right. we have this gambling plot for him to like be in trouble with the wife at this point that she has to like step in and solve but like would they would they really just be done with it? Okay, she gave him the money and that's it. And, like, we'll never... And so, what was the point? Right. Just to be... To show Dougie screwed up before Cooper became Dougie or something? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems like this is the kind of thing where we're going to get... We're going to get some more from these guys. Yeah. Because um, almost everything... There's really no one-off things. You know, almost everything is is telling some bigger story. Uh so yeah, it would be weird if it's just a cameo, That's true. but uh That's true. but yeah, it it's just a weird cuz you're like, well what what could happen next? Uh this should be done. Right. Yeah, there's no obvious next step here. Um but yeah, it would um you know, maybe it's just another casino or something or they didn't know it was Dougie, yeah. or um
1: Right.
0: But yeah, okay. Hmm.
1: Uh so you ready for the next scene?
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, so we go over to Lorraine's office. Uh she's on the phone. She finds out there were three bodies, but Dougie was not in the car. Mm-hmm. Um so that, you know, that answers that question, I guess. Um, and then uh then Ike the spike runs in and stabs her very harshly with the ice pick. Uh and then he runs after and presumably kills another woman who sees him.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, then he notices that his ice pick is bent into like a corner shape. Um, that's the end of the scene.
0: And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
1: exactly.
0: yeah." It's interesting, you know. The scene before with Naomi Watts, you know, the whole point is like she's, it's it, she's a tough woman and she's standing up to these guys, and uh-huh. and you know they comment on it in a sort of meta way. Right, and then the very next scene, you get this like you know misogynist murder of women. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know over the top male aggression. uh, You know, and I I don't know the the juxtaposition of that again. Like there's this thing about juxtaposition that they like to do, juxtaposing like opposing things. Yeah, Um, definitely. So yeah, that that was interesting. And, and yeah, even again, the juxtaposition of like this maniac killer, but he's concerned about his, his ice pick. Oh, like, like I had feelings for this, like, you know what I mean? Murders I've been through with this ice, you know, like, Oh, you know, it was like, it's just, you know, it's just a moment of like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's strange. Strange. Yeah. It's sort of like, it's sort of like Lorraine's character is, is a woman because she's gonna get murdered like this? You know, <laughs> like it's just it's it's yeah, weird. Like, Their
0: her the murder necessitated the gender in some weird, yeah. time, like reverse time way. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Like it started from there because yeah, I you know, um,
0: yeah. I mean, does it, I mean is something like that true? Just because the you know Ike the Spike is a is a short guy, and so they're like, well, if we cast like you know, uh, an average height guy, it would, the fight wouldn't look the same or something or right, right. it wouldn't be as easy to take him down or, right. um, I mean, I don't really, you know, think David Lynch necessarily thinks that way, but, um, he's an intuitive guy, but, uh, but yeah, I wonder if there was any practical considerations or not, or, uh, of, of that kind of thing of like, well, cause you know, if Ike the Spike was six feet tall, his, you know, his yeah. victims could be anybody. Right. Uh and right. I don't you know, that's not to say his size would you know, he could he could kill anybody with an ice pick, you know. Could yeah. Take anybody down. As you see, it's very quick. One stab and you know, he's got the upper hand. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess R.I.P. Lorraine, what a weird <laughs> character. There goes
1: Lorraine, yeah.
0: I mean, like, she's like a hit she's like a like a uh what do you call her? <laughs> what is sort of, she? A, sort of a hitman middleman. Yeah, like a yeah manager middle, middle
1: management for uh, assassins.
0: <laughs> yeah, like is this her like assassins office? Like, like a sort of like an agency for assassins or something? <laughs> yeah, uh, seems like it. Maybe. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah, and then she. Yeah, it's so weird to me. I I heard texting to to the box is so weird in this context now that like um it's like why did they even have that if they were just going to kill her. You know what I mean like yeah. If she couldn't get the job done I, I
1: I guess uh I guess I could take it as far as saying that and I don't don't even ask me how this is remotely possible. But I'm just going to throw it out there that, you know, when she sent the message, it was it was supposed to indicate that, you know, uh, that they failed to get Dougie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Evil Cooper found out about that. He either I, I don't don't ask me how. Um, but then that's what prompted him to send out the hit, you know, on her. Like that's that's sort of how the communication was happening through that box, maybe. Mm-hmm. just throwing it out there
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's definitely yeah i mean i definitely got that sense uh, of something um
1: like just functionally like that's that's why that happened just just so the information is it's conveyed.
0: weird it's weird for him to do that i mean i guess he needed his one phone call to to make that happen uh but, but yeah, I, and I guess there's maybe some sort of timeline he's got to accomplish. Because um, I'm just thinking, well, why would he decide to check in on the hit for Dougie at that point and and, and call for the hit on Lorraine and Dougie, you know, from, from from Ike at that point? Right. But I guess, yeah, there's, like, a time thing. So he's got to get this done. He's got to get yeah. Dougie killed yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, Okay, that makes Presumably. sense. Presumably, yeah, that makes sense. I it but still doesn't make sense, but it makes it, sense. it is
1: weird how I mean just just this plot alone is so full of like you know you just have to kind of struggle to connect the dots um, uh-huh. about what's going on. Like it's it's still not really clear um even though like it seems like it makes sense but the the script and the way the way they're presenting it really doesn't go out of its way to explain to the audience what's happening um and so uh yeah i still feel kind of uncertain about exactly what the box does how the communication is working what's the deal with the timeline what exactly is the goal here you know uh aside from just killing cooper um Mm-hmm. you know is, is that all there is to it i mean what's the plan
0: there's there's like more mystery than there needs to be yeah um
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's over the top mystery. i'm trying
0: to think of what's not mysterious um you know there's very few things like most of the plot lines there's just like heavy mystery yeah and yeah even this kind of straightforward hitman sort of tropey stuff is obscured with mystery and because I don't understand why she would text two to the box. What does two mean? Why two? You know, as people pointed out, the word Argent, it means silver in French. Right. Uh, so the box seemed to turn into a piece of silver. But why?
1: <laughs> well, and also Argentina is, you know, the, the sure. Spanish
0: version of that. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, and what does that? Would that have mattered? You know, like if if she had the French word for gold, would that have turned into a piece of gold <laughs> I went to to Golden Tina, which is a lesser known South American country? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I still don't understand. So, how does she know that the hit failed? Like the her the her hitman told her. Yeah, yeah. They basically said they couldn't find him, right? Yeah,
1: they didn't really, yeah, they didn't really totally say they failed. But yeah, they, they that he, he hadn't come out. They didn't know where he was. And she was really worried about that. Presumably there's a timeline there. And Mm -hmm. that's the issue.
0: Yeah, okay. But yeah, it's interesting she didn't like text, to duncan todd who hired presumably hired right her for this. right right and and he's the one who relays a message you know he has the next step you mm-hmm. know and this whole thing so it would make sense yeah. like oh, okay tell him give him the update and then you know and then he'll go oh, okay i know that if if you haven't reached this timeline that i need to go into this uh you know um Safe here and get the envelope and and do this right. whole thing, but it's not it's not that straightforward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of you course. know, because we got the the computer with the red square on it, and uh, yeah, I still want to know what the cow jumped over the moon means. Yeah, now yeah. uh, I I want that to be like a note to Agent Jeffries. Mm-hmm. Um like meaning either that he escaped going to the black lodge you know he's the cow who jumped over the moon being like you know and like circles are kind of mm-hmm. like portals you know so like he 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 he, he didn't go to the black lodge so he's still out um or it right. could be that dougie went to the black lodge <laughs> dougie's the cow right and um but yeah, that's that's kinda what I want that to be. But uh, you know, I guess I mean, could could saying that phrase make a red square appear on the computer? I mean, that seems weird. It's weird, but I wouldn't say it's out of the question. Um, because you know, when he was hacking, I mean when he was using the computer before, you know, he wasn't like using his voice to like yeah. control yeah. it.
2: You know, in
0: like, in, in, uh, in, in, I mean, and almost in like telepathy or something, you know, it'd be almost some kind of form of techno telepathy. You just like thinking and saying things and making a computer do it. But I mean, obviously he's doing something like that. He's doing something, you know, with controlling technology and electricity. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just of to think out loud there. I didn't come to any good conclusions, but...
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I knew. Uh, presumably we'll get more on that maybe next week. We didn't see Evil Cooper this week, so I think that makes it more likely we'll see, we'll see Evil Cooper next week, and, and maybe they'll elaborate a bit on that issue or the plan in general. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so uh, then we have a brief scene where Richard pulls over and sees blood from the boy he ran over on his truck, and then he cleans it off. Pretty simple little scene there.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it just continues to show he's fairly heartless. of course. Uh, and you know they that was the you know he, he, they didn't even ramp up. he just started at you know level 10 of heartlessness yeah um so i find that really interesting um you know is he just going to be a the the kind of low tier villain mm-hmm. you know is he going to be involved in anything more interesting than just like this like new drug trade thing where are the drugs going? Is it, are we going to go back to the high school at all? You oh, know, yeah. Oh, there are new high school kids doing the drugs, you know? Right, right. Do we know how old Shelly's daughter is? I guess she's old enough to get married, so she's presumably over 18 or something. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, uh, I don't think we know. Mm. But yeah, I'm not sure. Uh,
0: yeah, just wondering if she's in high school, if, she, you know. Right, I guess, yeah, I guess I assumed
1: they weren't, but, um, not really based on anything in particular, just you know the scenes we saw mm-hmm. um yeah no i I don't see any information about how old she is, but yeah, I'm guessing, I'm guessing 'cause she's married and. Uh I mean, we don't know what day that was, but um uh Steven's looking for a job, assuming they're the same age i you know i, I guess I'll assume that that they're out of school mhm but uh that they would be the most likely characters that we've met so far if if they're gonna go back to the high school at all, yeah, which I think I mean. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a good possibility possibility we'll we'll see the high school, or you know, I mean, he loves that hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, but I think it's definitely um possible that we won't get like a, a you know a, a big like self contained plot or anything going on in the high school. Yeah, I'll buy that. You know. Like, maybe uh, they just visit there at some point. It comes up in the case or something. Uh, maybe Cooper goes there or Hawk goes there or somebody goes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see that happening. That's what I would predict if I had to right now. All right. Uh, okay. So, in the next scene, we go to the Twin Peaks Sheriff Station. Uh, we're in the bathroom where Hawk drops a coin. And it rolls uh, into a stall and he sees it has a, a Native American head on it. And so does the bathroom stall door. And specifically the bathroom stall door is, you know, as we talked about in the last podcast, Neperse, or uh, Néz Perce, if you want to say it the uh, English way. Of course, it's a French name, so that's not what they call themselves. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I looked it up and they do exist yeah um it's a real thing uh although uh the wikipedia article did point out that uh the tribe that is called this uh don't actually didn't actually have pierced noses it was a different nearby tribe and so it was just kind of a confused name slightly
0: inaccurate classic uh colonialism (laughs) colonialism
1: yeah yeah totally totally so yeah um uh, that's, uh, according to the, um, the story of Twin Peaks, which, uh, you know, I, by that, I, at this point, I really just mean the book. Uh, that's, that's the tribe that Hawk comes from. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, it's a local one in the Washington area. So, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of
0: realistic
1: as realistic gets, you know, yeah. for, for a tribe that would be from that area.
0: Well, uh, you know, we finally got the answer to what was missing. Uh Oh, I didn't I,
1: get to that yet.
0: Uh well, we know what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was just gonna say I was uh, gonna describe it. But go ahead, sorry. <laughs> you okay, if you wanna describe it. Go <laughs> no, it's ahead.
1: okay, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say um um actually you know it actually relating you know figuring out how it relates to his heritage this whole like mm-hmm. tangential thing of the the company that made the door stall you know mm-hmm. i just thought that was really that's something you couldn't have guessed like Never. okay how could it relate to his Never. heritage who would oh, come up with of that the 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 tribe has a manufacturing plant or something we even knew that
1: was a thing i mean yeah. if that was established in the story somewhere mm-hmm. else you could guess it Maybe even still it would be a stretch but mm-hmm. but uh yeah not even knowing that that's a thing and then oh that's it okay yeah yeah no totally there was there was no there was no hope for that uh, all
0: right, you want to finish up the rest part. Or okay, rest
1: part? so uh, so then he sees that the uh, the inner covering on the stall door is is coming off, and he decides to uh, get a screwdriver and remove it. Uh, Deputy Chad comes in and says he's gonna tell, but uh, Hawk keeps working on the door anyway. And eventually digs out some pages that look like they might be from a
0: diary. What? Yeah. I hope it's not anyone's diary that we know. <laughs> I bet it's not. Wow. So yeah, I mean that's huge. Um, huge. So huge. what are the what are we thinking here in terms of how this got here?
1: how oh god you you had to go to the hard one <laughs> god damn it how i got there yeah jesus i mean um the prime candidate that i've seen pointed out is mike was in there um so maybe he planted the pages there
0: mike uh philip the Girard, true mike, mike. yeah Okay. Yeah,
1: Mike from the Black Lodge, because that—that's where he had his without chemicals. He points like crazy moments, Um, and he was also at the sheriff's station. Yeah, well, it was the same time. He was there to sell shoes, and then he goes in the bathroom, and so you know maybe
0: he planted the pages at that point. But guess. But he he, okay. So uh, we're thinking that. He was able to just slip the pages in the panel. Not that he put that panel up there or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, he just slipped them in there. He yeah. slipped them in there. But how would he have them?
1: How would he have them? Uh how would he have
0: them? How would he have them? He asked. Um, so let's let's start chronologically. When is okay? So we don't so, know what
1: the pages are. Um, how would he have them? Well, so. uh... Well, I
0: thought Harold told Laura to tear pages out of her diary about Bob. She did. Or or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. Bob tore pages out of her diary. They're about him. Yeah. Yeah. But but Harold, I'm sorry. And then Harold told her. Didn't Harold have her make the fake diary or something like that? Uh... I thought he. I thought he was the one who told her to like hide her diary or. Uh,
1: I thought they just said he told her to to write the diary. Um, I'm assuming that... I mean, he didn't believe Bob was real. I I assume that, um, you know, she just hid it because, you know, she didn't want Bob to read it. Um, But uh, I don't think... But there's two diaries, right? Yeah, there's two diaries. And I I guess... I, I don't think Harold has any specific lines about the, you know... Not secret diary,
0: so um, okay, so not that but, I remember, but so, but she gave him her diary, yeah, her, the, true the secret one. one, yeah, the secret and, one, and then that's when Donna was trying to get it back, Don and Maddie, yeah, and but they don't get it back, right?
1: No, they don't get they it, they leave
0: it there when they when Jerry shows there. up. Um, so is that the last time we see that diary,
1: yeah, well. Not exactly. So, uh, I think the diary is basically destroyed by Harold before he kills himself. Um, but he did leave, uh, he did leave a page from it next door or at the, yeah, at the Tremonds who are no longer the Tremonds by the time they go back there. Yes. I mean, they are the Tremonds, but they're not the... The true Trumans.
0: Anyway, whatever.
1: <laughs> it's it's not Black Lives. We're,
0: we're not the Trumans you're looking for.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So he did leave a page there, and that's the page that you know Cooper gets, and it describes the dream uh, where she told him the to killer. Uh, uh, okay. And you know that's 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 in the episode where he figures out that it's Leland. Mm-hmm. Um. So there was that page uh there's also uh uh so so I think the police recovered like some of the diary from what Harold destroyed like fragments of it. Yeah. Um so you have pages Harold the page Harold left and then the pages Bob ripped out and the pages Bob ripped out were scattered to the wind uh at the end of Firewalk with me and Hawk uh, supposedly uh finds those, I believe. Am I wrong?
0: That he finds the bloody towel and pages, if I'm not mistaken. He finds,
1: like, parts of the pages at least. So, I guess one possibility would be that uh, there were more pages that Hawk didn't find and Mike got those. And that's, that's what these a are.
0: great idea because Mike was out there looking for he Bob. He was out that there. Night. Absolutely.
1: So, that, that, that's a possibility,
0: I would say. Assuming this but, is really is Laura's diary, which seems like the most but obvious. But, does it doesn't really. Does that. Oh, maybe that does tie in because I gotta you know, okay. So after Okay, so after Laura dies, he finds a page. he finds some pages and then he Hides them in the then
1: bathroom still in the police when station. When
0: he when he goes to the police station to help them or whatever, or to sell shoes, whichever time it is, yeah, he decides to stuff the pages in the uh, bathroom. Yeah. T- to wait for 25 years. <laughs> it's until, pretty bizarre, but you know. Until the log lady has a message from her log. Now, how the log yeah. got the message, I don't know. Wow. Well, but somehow the log knows yeah. to tell Hawk something's missing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Sounds hmm. about right.
0: Hmm. Um, Alright, well, I can't wait to see what these pages say, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's, you know, Dale's in the lodge, or, Well, know.
1: yeah, that's the speculation. There's a screen cap out there that looks pretty clearly like Annie's on there. Mm-hmm. So, if that's true, then maybe we've, we'll finally get Annie mentions, uh, and they won't just write her out of the story completely. Um, it's gonna be weird. I'm I'm still waiting for the explanation of what happened with the book, but if that's true, but yeah, that seems like the most logical thing. On the other hand, what good is that going to do now? You know, Cooper's already out,
0: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: like that, that idea when it was planted in fire walk with me was really for, you know, a plot line where Cooper's stuck in the black lodge and they have to go try to get him out of there, you know, but that's kind of already happened.
0: Well, I mean, the big thing is that, is uh, to give them a sense, uh, to give them something that would recontextualize his disappearance, right? So number one, that's a big thing. True. Uh, If they had noticed at any point that he was acting different after he came out of the Black Lodge, that might help them understand what's going on. Uh so I think that's what that's the only real thing you can do is just kinda give them a leg up on like what the real stakes are here and like what really happened back then and you right. know, Hawk because, you know, Hawk um Hawk was able to tell when Leland wasn't Leland, you know. Uh you know, when um when they had Leland captured and uh, right. Bob, Bob was throwing himself against the wall and he's like, yeah. that's not Leland, you know? So yeah, yeah. maybe he had a hunch about Cooper back in the day, but you know, Mm-mm. didn't mean anything and, but he'll read these pages and it'll make sense or, yeah. cause you know, yeah. Hawk is the one who said, um, uh, in the black lodge, you know, you'll meet your doppelganger. Right. Uh, yeah. so he right. knows about doppelgangers. Uh, obviously he knows the sort of the history of his people's beliefs, <laughs> yeah uh, but but particularly the doppelgangers, so maybe you know he might put two and two together and be like and realize that you need to be on the lookout for a doppel cooper right um yeah, but uh, yeah, it's interesting if it does if 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 it mentions annie and if if that'll bring Annie into the story at all, um I haven't heard if Heather Grahams on the show or not. I'd rather be surprised and mm-hmm. see what happens, yeah, but, um. But uh, yeah, and like you said, answering, you know, the discrepancy of the book about erasing Annie and yeah. what that could have meant or why that would have happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what to expect exactly. But um, I feel like if if I mean, if they're going to mention her now and she's out of the book, then I mean, there must be some some kind of specific explanation for what's going on there. Um And uh, hopefully that will become clear. But it could just be that the book's
0: wrong, right?
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) You're right. It could be as simple as that. Um, uh, But I don't know. A lot of people have asked uh, Mark Frost about it. And he gives these vague answers about like wait and see or something like that. So it makes me think that Mm, it makes me think that once the series unfolds, somehow
0: it'll become clear what's going on in the book. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, what could it be but, you know, yikes. But I have to say I I uh
1: I actually didn't think Hawk would find the thing this fast. I I thought it was going to take a few more episodes before we or a few more parts before we got there. Mhm. Um I was surprised that cuz this clearly seems like it's the thing, you know, that um that the log lady was talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's interesting well it's it's it seemed like they had exhausted what they could do with the actual evidence from back in the day and that was like it um yeah and it just was just happenstance that he dropped his indian head coin right and he just so happens to be in the right stall and just so happens to see the thing and um yeah it's interesting and it wasn't anything he could he could have guessed. It wasn't anything he could have uh figured out. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no way. And it wasn't about the bunny.
1: What? it yeah. Seemingly had nothing to do with the bunny.
0: <laughs> Lucy can rest easy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for once. All right. So you ready for the next scene? Mm-hmm. All right, so then we go to the uh, the office and the sheriff's station, like the call center room. I don't know. It's like this crazy new room that was clearly added. Been there the whole time. Yeah, (laughs) okay. Let's just say (laughs) the opposite. Yeah, so we go in there. We have Chad, uh, Deputy Jesse, uh, Sheriff Frank Truman, and Maggie uh maggie the cat station no
0: (laughs) you're like no not at all
1: maggie the cat is there a cat in the scene
0: (laughs) no that's a cat on the hot tin roof
1: uh oh oh sorry sorry it's been too long i forgot that was a maggie it's never too
0: long for tennessee williams Say that
1: again. I'm sure. I feel like
0: that'd be a great bumper sticker.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something he would enjoy.
0: <laughs> like, what does that mean? I don't want to find out. <laughs> oh yikes! Oh man. Um.
1: So, uh, uh, Doris, who's Frank's wife, comes in and complains about her dad's car and uh then as as uh, frank and her walk away uh frank and she walk away um we find out that uh their son killed himself i guess he was a soldier and a uh, deputy chad who's clearly the asshole in the sheriff's station mocks him yeah and um uh you know and, and insults doris and uh and Maggie sort of defends her, you know, says she's that way because of what happened. So we get this little, I guess, extra detail about this character, like why mm-hmm. she's like
0: that, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um, she's not just like that because she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which is what I assumed. She's like that because she can't handle her grief because she's a woman. There it is. Is that how... But there's a step two. There's a step (laughs) two. Yeah, no. um... It's not just
1: one step. Woman, therefore, nagging all the time. Mm -hmm. You have a middle stage.
0: Yeah, you know.
1: I was surprised. I was surprised they actually
0: added that. She's got that thing like Nadine had, you know, where she's yeah. just always harping about something to Ed, and yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what that is from a archetype standpoint, but uh, yeah, I'm interested to see, you know, what nagging wife, I think, yeah, the nagging wife. But I mean, like, why is that a thing here? Oh, like, why, you know, why is that a thing we need to see? Why um, is that a thing we need to see? Yeah, totally. Yeah, what is that saying? You know. Uh, there's a, a bit of that out.
1: with Janie E as well, although in her case it's kind of justified.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would
1: be nagging too.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. We got a little detail on Doris. Um. Yeah. And that he just he just kind of has to placate her and you know and just deal with it. Um. It's interesting that yeah, Chad's Chad's. The like the asshole of the group for he's no not apparent reason. He's just an asshole.
1: He's like doing dirty deals with Richard mm-hmm. down at the roadhouse. It's just mm-hmm. like God, like he's yeah. basically like the the Richard of the Sheriff Station. <laughs> <laughs> he's horning it up, horn
0: style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I if I didn't if... know
1: he was a Botox or I forgot what his name is. Boxley. I forgot mm-hmm. the name now.
0: Yeah, something <laughs> anyway. weird. Yeah, uh, I, I I wonder if we're if we're gonna get
1: Broxford. you know a, a second
0: right. level to any of these other cop characters. Will we see you know why Chad right. is this way, <laughs> or is he just sort of a one dimensional asshole? You know, yeah. Um, but because there's a yeah, lot I mean of... he
1: sort of reminds me of the uh, the deputy character in Deer Meadow from Firewalk with Me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, like that guy was just kind of an asshole and also involved in drug dealing. Yeah. So it just it you know, it seems like they're going back to that kind of that kind of type.
0: Yeah, that but, makes uh,
1: sense. Uh you know, so I, I guess I don't expect a second part, but who knows?
0: Yeah, just because, you know, that was a small story for a part of a movie, you know True. versus yeah. like this being this whole long Long thing and like you know building this whole set for all these yeah. characters and yeah and like even showing that he's got this much going on you know uh right. or and is involved in like you know because it's kind of like these like tertiary characters are talking about like the the secondary level characters you know <laughs> yeah it's funny it's <laughs> you funny. know it's interesting yeah. and it's like so what does that mean are we going to explore characters, anymore because be even the gracious. Who's the Who's the other the other guy next to Chad? Um, Jesse. He's
1: Deputy like quiet. Jesse.
0: He's like super quiet, and Jesse I'm like, yeah. "There's got to be some point where the reason he's on the show uh, happens, right?" Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His, so far, he seems like a Cappy type. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cappy. Quietly in the background, doing doing work, but not saying much. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe he'll get knocked out in some scene.
0: <laughs> yeah you always need someone who can get knocked out
1: someone needs to get knocked out at some point if someone sneaks into the sheriff's station or they're uh, they're watching somebody and someone needs to get
0: knocked out Hmm. we'll see if that happens well and then we the next scene is just the end right the song yeah
1: and the next scene we go back to the roadhouse sharon von edden performs us out out of the episode or part i should say that's the end yeah
0: yeah wow what a weird way to end.
1: Mhm. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a totally like not a normal
1: TV episode ending at all. Like mm-hmm. it's like the a a much more normal thing would be to flip those scenes and do the hawk thing at the end. Yeah. Instead of the Dora scene. But they
0: have to end with the song because someone demands it. I don't know who demanded every episode in with yeah. the song. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. I don't that's know just that's a thing.
1: It's, yeah, they never did that in the original series. In the original series, Julie Cruz exclusively performed at the Roadhouse, and they mm-hmm. didn't go there every episode. It was
0: Julie Cruz's Roadhouse. It was totally Julie Cruz's
1: Roadhouse.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that what that is. Um, I don't know... Like, if this was a network I, show, I would totally think a studio executive is like, hey, let's let's introduce, like, some new bands. Yeah, yeah. While, you know, at the end of the, you know, or, like, some kind of sort of marketing reason or some yeah. sort of, like, uh, you know. I mean, the songs are good. You know, they fit the tone of the show, but it's... Yeah. It's so weird to just get a show that's just, like, showcasing bands at the yeah, end. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a weird thing. I agree. Because it's, like, none of the, you know, especially when, when it's not one of those ones where there's actually a scene that's taking place. Right. So, you know, where it's like, okay, where well, at least the actors from the show are in the roadhouse while they're performing. This is a right. scene. Versus, yeah. like, this one where it's just these people. It's just a music video. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. nothing else
1: going on. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's strange, but I I can only assume they wanted to do this. Uh, oh yeah. I guess I guess in my mind I'm thinking of it as you know even though the credits haven't started yet I'm thinking of it as an extended credit sequence. Mm-hmm. Like once we go to the roadhouse, like if that's the final thing, I I imagine the episode ended before that, and that it's it's just kind of a high concept credit sequence. Hmm.
0: Well, I yeah, I buy that to a degree, but I think you know <laughs> they they take a the, while to run the credits the credit. start when the, you know, the show's not over till the credits yeah. start. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that and that they include it for a reason. It takes but, a while because it is part of the show. It's setting you know yeah. having this tone and atmosphere. But yeah, I do. I agree with you, though. I that, I do kind of take it like that. Like, okay, well, the episode proper's done, uh, right, guys? Because this,
1: this is... is why the last episode threw me. Because we go to the roadhouse, and and I'm like, oh god, it's over. But
0: then it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like stuff that happened in the roadhouse, and there was stuff that happened after. I think it's they're like... gonna keep playing that game because they don't want us to get lulled into thinking every time we go yeah. to the roadhouse and a band is playing, then it's that's band. the end. Of, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, it's strange. I I I don't know. Someone should ask. I'm curious what, mm-hmm. what they're doing with that because that's that's the kind of thing I feel like you know David Lynch could could potentially answer. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not about meeting. It's just like
0: like somebody came up with that idea and somebody yeah. was like, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, yeah. Um, and 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 I my hunch is that it's because it's these eighteen parts and. Uh, they knew they wouldn't be able to have every part in with a really good, right? T- gym, you know, typical TV style ending, right. That they would rather end tonally the same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and so they all they can guarantee that just by having music at the end, and
1: bands. yeah, I got to and having
0: the bands, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense, um. But yeah, so yeah, lots lots going on. I mean, yeah, I didn't think the show would be this dense. Uh yeah, it's very dense. Just just every on every level. There's just like craziness happening. Yeah. Um Yeah, you know, uh who has this one of my favorite lines. Um uh Oh, Jean genre, yeah. Oh god, Michael Parks. He's he's got he's got in season two, he's got one of my favorite lines in the whole show, which is where he he basically is telling Cooper why he wants to kill him. <laughs> oh why, yeah. he, why he holds him responsible. Oh, when you for, came to twin- for came- Jacques' death. Yeah, and he's like, I think you brought the nightmare with you. And I love that. I love like just flipping that perspective of like what it seems like to us, which is like this. This 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 quiet town with this seedy under underbelly, like the the, the, mm-hmm. the darkness came to the surface. But it's like no, like from his perspective, Cooper came into town and things went to shit. You yeah. know, and I love I love any time like a character can really justify not only like their viewpoint but like an alternative viewpoint on the whole thing. And you right. go, wow, you're right. You know, uh, this you could totally see it that way. Um, and um, and it's scarier that way in a way. And it's like, oh man, what if Cooper's the bad guy? Yeah, I, you know, you didn't think about that, did you? You know, right. you got lulled into thinking he was the hero, you know, because he's the lawman. But uh, uh, but it just it just made me think um, of how crazy, you know. So it made it seem like Twin Peaks was was a crazy crazy town in an otherwise normal world. But it's like no. The world seems pretty crazy uh with uh oh yeah how they've expanded it with uh the this third season.
1: It's crazy all over. You don't mm-hmm. have to be in Twin Peaks. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, oh so much. Jeez. Uh I love we're getting so much Albert.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, there's that there's Great. that scene. <laughs> When Albert comes back into town, uh and this is like an episode or two after Cooper is like uh, uh out of the FBI. Uh oh, and yeah, yeah. uh and he and he comes into the uh into the sheriff station and he like gives Harry this big energetic hug. You know, they both yeah. like embrace and they hug like they're best friends. Yeah. And then he gives Cooper like this well, meaning handshake. Yeah. Um that always <laughs> that always surprised me, you know uh cuz cause, cause he's known cooper longer yeah uh yeah they they make this point to say he really you know he and harry really like reconciled things and 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 became good good buddies uh but yeah, so i it mean like me, harry punching him somehow yeah. like
1: forged a bond.
0: yeah it's like they could get over it now you know uh and that was and that was the whole surprising thing with albert where he's he like I can't punch you back because I love you, you know? Right, like, right. He goes in this whole dialogue. Of oh, it's yeah. crazy. It's insane. It's one of those, like, characters never get to talk like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, here's my life's philosophy in a nutshell, you know? <laughs> right here, right now. I'm just going to lay it on the line for you. Yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah, I love that. But anyway, it makes me think if, you know, if, if he does go back to Twin Peaks, will he ask about Harry, you know, uh, have they kept in touch or anything? Um, But yeah, I want want more Albert. I want more Cole. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I want more of everything. This show's, this show's insane. Yeah. Yeah, totally, I agree. And yeah, I can't imagine watching this having seen the previous stuff. Like, yeah,
1: it's hard enough as it is, because you you won't know. I don't need more problems.
0: I was gonna say you won't know what's normal, but you kind of don't know what's normal either way. True. <laughs> but but yeah, you you don't have that barometer of what's uh, what's been done before. Right. But uh, yeah, and I'm hoping we get like I said. I hope we go back to the fat trout. I hope we. Uh, yeah, I I, I think I, we yeah, have that's to. That's my my favorite theory is red red being Trayvon's grandson. Uh, I hope that's true. That would just <laughs> be the coolest. That that just would be the coolest thing. And it almost it's kind of makes sense, right? It's like <laughs> you could almost think that if if David Lynch's real son, who played the grandson, grew up, he would be Balthazar Getty. Right. <laughs> I buy that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> strangely sort of plausible yeah sure i'll buy into that i mean you know the the other large characters you know aged Mm -hmm. so you know just to be consistent at the very least it it makes sense
0: yeah and he's a crazy character who we saw out you know we saw him in the real world yep um which is you know which lands possibility that this could be him you know uh and yeah, maybe after the grandma died he took a he took a wrong turn. Maybe somebody killed her. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> right, right. Could be. But yeah, his name's Red, so uh I'm curious what uh yeah, what what they're gonna say about his backstory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could it could he have any crazy parentage? Anybody we know? I mean He'd have to be, he would have had to have been born already. Yeah. Yeah, on the original show from the B around that age. Hmm.
1: Yeah, so most likely no. I mean, I guess I assume since they didn't give him a notable last name that he's not supposed to be anyone's kid. He wasn't even supposed to know Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. just trying to figure this guy out yeah 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 it's
1: tough it's a really weird character cool anything else um i guess i guess that's it
0: um yeah lots more to come Jeez. So, yeah. how... Sorry, I am just looking back to the episode. Um, How many episodes do you... Or how many parts do you think it'll be until Richard's dead?
1: Ha <laughs> You think Richard's <laughs> gonna die? Um... Yeah, why this would kind you of guy
0: that? has to die.
1: Uh... How many episodes before Richard dies? Hmm. <sighs> ah... I really, uh... I would say at least five.
0: At least five. Yeah, I think think he's got a ways
1: to go. Okay. Uh, Episode count-wise, like, we won't necessarily go back to his story in every episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: like, that's part of why I'm saying that. And also, like, there's this whole thing of hitting the kid and the witness, and I feel like that's got to play out somehow. Um... Uh, and this whole thing with red—it just seems like there's enough there to occupy a number of mm-hmm. episodes. So yeah, I would say, I would say no, no earlier than like episode twelve. All right, part part twelve, let's say.
0: Well, I can't wait to see who his parents are, and what they have to say about his behavior, and their and their <laughs> responsibility indeed. for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a weird one. Um, yeah, and it, and it's like you know, if he's Audrey's kid and 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 Audrey's the billionaire, could that could those two things be the same? It could
1: be, it could be. I mean, yeah, Audrey being the billionaire is definitely a good theory, um, especially since we haven't seen her yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me wonder how you know she's going to enter the story and. Um, you know, if she's not just like working at the hotel or or whatever, then um, you know, they could definitely say that she moved away. Um, you know, maybe she's in New York, or maybe she was in New York or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, set up that box, that whole crazy
0: thing. Um, Man, doesn't it feel like that box was a long time ago? So long ago, like so long ago. I thought we were going to get a ton about that box. I thought the box was like key to the season. Yeah. You know, I thought like it was. I thought it would be. Well, that's the box Cooper's going to come back in when he comes back. Yeah. And they just like literally flew through that and was was, like. It was half true, but no. no. Yeah. He passed uh, through there, but he didn't come
1: out. And. Yeah, why was the guard gone? You know, what was <laughs> Tracy really up to? You know, it's like there's lingering wow. questions
0: there. Wow, how could we ever get? Well, I guess we could get answers. There's some way depending on who. If yeah. Simply like hire Tracy. Or... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, I, but I, I guess uh, if I think Lorraine is is the one who got the job, then uh then that means it's not Tracy and so mm-hmm. uh you know that that leaves open like who who it was and 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 why what they were trying to do whatever if yeah. anything i mean maybe it was just innocent and it and it it just looked suspicious i don't know mhm
0: well in in and you know what is the fbi doing about that monster <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, that should be pretty surprising, right? Like, to get photographic evidence of that so. thing. And to see what it was able to do to yeah Sam and Tracy. So I feel like that's... I mean, I, that that should be a thread we were following, right? Like, I mean, if there's any... Because I guess I have the sense it's, it's on the loose, but that's not necessarily true. Uh, it could have gone back to wherever it came from or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, if it's on the loose, they
0: certainly haven't told us. Yeah. I was just thinking it, you know, went out into the world and... Right. Just kept doing whatever it wanted to do or something. Yeah. But yeah, maybe it's gone. But until we don't have to, like, follow up on it. Right. But yeah, what a crazy... But just the fact that they have evidence of that is crazy. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's clearly a part of that case. Um so yeah, maybe they'll uh make some progress on that. Um maybe Diane'll help somehow. I don't know why she would have anything helpful to add on the box, but um uh it's connected. That whole mm-hmm. that whole case is is connected. So um we'll see. I don't know, maybe it's gonna take maybe it's gonna be like episode seventeen before we understand how the box ties in.
0: I I wonder if if the if the pages hawk just found allude to Cooper being in the black lodge and if that will um like make hawk like basically call the FBI call agent Cole and tell him hey I know where Cooper, you know, uh, you know, you know, basically say something about the location of agent Cooper and maybe that'll, you know, connect those two story story mm-hmm. threads there. And and then, uh, I'm trying to find a way where Cole, Albert and Diane all go to Twin Peaks. Right. And go to the double. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: That That seems like, <laughs> Yeah, that seems like a logical theory. Yeah. That that it seems like that, that should connect to the issues they're having with Coop with Evil Cooper right now. hmm So uh and I, I do think I do expect the story to converge on Twin Peaks at some point. Uh I know they're all over the place right now, but I do think that eventually uh they will end up like largely back in Twin
0: Peaks. Yeah, yeah think so because you know like the
1: new york thing is seemingly like done i mean we might address it again but it's it's not a location we seem to be going back to Mm -hmm. um you know south dakota you know is is still in play um like real quick hastings
0: Hastings. Hey, like, are we yeah. done with that? I don't think we can be I don't think we can be done with that. I mean it's not resolved at all. But isn't it though? Like the only thing that's unresolved is like I mean, we left basically we left him off with him pinned for the murder. Yeah. Um which is good enough for the police. Right? So what guess, what's left yeah. to be resolved? I mean, we we know the body we know the identity of the bodies. Right. I guess they still haven't found her body, Ruth Davenport's body. True. Uh, or, or Agent Bridger Bridger's, Brid- head. Bridger's, yeah. Bridger's head. So there's some of that forensic stuff left. We'll I'm just wondering if they could just leave it like it was. Like, just leave it like, not come back to that part with like Hastings in jail and, and sort of the whole wife being, you know, um, you know, whatever the wife had planned or knew about it or was, you know, like, you know, if does Mr. C need to go back to any of that stuff? I mean, it seemed like he was done, uh, with yeah. that stuff. Um,
1: but, but what happens? I mean, I, I, I don't know what happens. I, I definitely,
0: I definitely agree. It, you know, like that. <laughs> I definitely agree. But, but, but I just, I feel like it seems like they could, they could just not come back to it, and then what we got was what we got, and it makes sense. I mean, the the larger points make sense, right? It, it you know, now it yeah. doesn't explain like the 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 figure in the jail cell or anything like that, um, right. but maybe that you know the, we'll come back to that thing or something. But the fact that it's been this long since we've gone to Hastings, and it seems like you know Mr C was gonna go to find Ray, who was right. supposed to get information from the secretary. Oh yeah. Um, but but then but then Hastings was in jail and might be in the same jail that Mr C's at yeah um, so he might be able to get the information directly, but then, like I don't know, I don't know it just it just seems like that thread is so loose right now um I agree, and, I agree, and mr C's like the you know at least this last episode is was kind of focused on um the killing Cooper stuff. Right, not whatever the other the other part of the plan, which was has yeah. something to do with coordinates, yeah, coordinates, yeah, um yeah, I don't know, I don't know, interesting,
1: and why did Hastings even have those i I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on with that storyline, which is why I'm like they gotta go back to that, right, I don't know, it just it just seems like it's more complicated than the box. Which I mean, I even think they will go back to the box in some form, but I feel like there's just even more. I mean, what about the guy in the apartment building? Like, what was his deal? Like
0: this? Oh, the guy who had. What do you mean the the guy who was work who worked there? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. like had the phone and he was like had the money or something? Had some and- deal with his
1: manager's brother or something. It's just like. That was, like,
0: 20 lifetimes ago. I know, I know. It doesn't seem relevant at all.
1: <laughs> I agree it doesn't seem relevant, but then why did they, I mean, w- why did it even come up?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that that seems like something that's going to, they're going to come back to. I mean, like, you know, everything's not resolved for sure, you know, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: The sun is also so hot. True. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just wanted to state something that was obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and it shouldn't be.
1: I mean, you know, this is only part six of 18. And so, you know, we're a third of the way through. So there's, you know, two thirds of the story left. Um, plenty of room for things to happen. Um uh, and yeah, it's not clear exactly what they're going to focus on or, or where this is going. I mean, apart from very broad strokes, you know, um, uh, it's, it's really hard for me to specifically predict, uh, what the plot's going
0: to be, which like, I think there's like 20 plot lines, right? Yeah. Something like that. At least. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah.
1: That
0: sounds, that sounds accurate. I mean. Accurate. Doctor Amp had his own plot. I mean, he he's got his own thing. I mean, that that what you know, Jacoby's up to, was worthy to be included. That was the whole thing. Yeah, you know, and it's still don't know what the point of that was. Me either. Will we ever find that 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 out? so So that's the thing. That's what I feel like it's like. You know, this whole Hastings plot line is like you know, maybe it'll just, it'll be unresolved and we'll just be like, well, that, well, we, you know, I guess I'm just going to repeat myself, but what we got was what we got. Right, right. And it made some general sense, uh, right, right. you know, and it they're going to move on now because it seems like Mr. C's plans have changed in some way. Um, so maybe the coordinates yeah. aren't relevant anymore. Maybe he needed them faster. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe it gives him something to uh, latch on to once he gets out of prison, because he's got to get out of prison. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. I I don't know. I expect that
0: to happen before too long. hmm. Um, or maybe the Count of the Moon was a call for help that he's in prison. Could be. Could be.
1: Yeah, I guess the scenario I imagine is, like, they, they talk to Diane, they figure out, like, something's wrong with Cooper, and then he escapes, something like that.
0: He, like, takes her hostage and demands to be released and steals a car and drives away?
1: Maybe, for example.
0: <laughs> oh, this is, what's the most basic way he could get out?
1: I mean, it, it it totally could be something like that. I mean, he's not above doing the simple way. We've mm-hmm. definitely seen him do that. So. yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be a crazy thing but it could also be a crazy method.
0: because <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Cuz he's got some crazy weirdo powers seemingly. I
0: mean, it seems like he could have I mean, if the I don't know, if this is the case, but if the if the jail cells were electric based, it seems like he could Oh yeah. Just open all the cells Electrify and just like walk it. out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he can and he's just waiting for something Or I don't
0: know That's true that's a good point Maybe he's waiting to talk to Hastings Maybe it's maybe Hastings He's waiting to see him in the shower I just feel like
1: there's no way we can be done with Hastings I'm I'm so convinced (laughs) (laughs) So convinced You can play this back when we're on episode 18 And we're clearly never going to see Hastings again Mm -hmm. But you know I I fully expect that we will get more Hastings. It could be... Well, it's it,
0: funny. Yeah, I we're reversed on it. You think we're going to get... I think we're going to get more Jeremy Davies. Oh, yeah, you think, right. You think we're going to get more Hastings. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's way more likely. I mean, the the Hastings thing is just so much more involved than anything mm-hmm. involving Jeremy Davies, you know? Mm-hmm. So it just, it just seems more likely to... I, I don't say there's no way we get more Jeremy Davies, but it just seems much more possible to me oh sure um uh so yeah 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 yeah. i i definitely would would come down on that side of things um if i had to
0: but we'll see yeah we'll see i mean we don't know why hastings killed ruth
1: right right and how like like what it, What happened exactly? Was he? Was mm-hmm. he possessed? Was he? I don't know. Hypnotized? Did he just dream it? And did did Evil Cooper send him a dream? Did Evil Cooper print, plant his prints, or were they just there by coincidence? And he framed him. You know, like what happened? <laughs> I have no idea what happened. Let alone the fact that Major Briggs's body's there. With Dougie's wedding ring in his stomach. It's just like, there's so much oh, there. Oh,
0: yeah. You know, yeah, that's the place I won't go to. Uh, <laughs> I just, I feel like that's the, like, singularity of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Theorizing is how that ring got into Major Briggs' stomach and why. <laughs> I just think it just, I, haven't, I can't even imagine. It's insane. Like, it's insane. I mean, I've heard people say, oh, it's a way for Briggs to point, People towards Dougie or something, you know. But why and how? Briggs
1: knew about Dougie.
0: Yeah, exactly. didn't he die
1: like a week after he talked to Evil Cooper? I mean, was there he already knew about Dougie? Like <laughs> seriously?
0: Yeah, I can't square that. Sort I, of I guess
1: my interpretation is that, and this makes no sense. So you know, why would this mm-hmm. be right? But my interpretation is that. Uh, you know, we saw Dougie wearing the ring, you know, the Alcave ring, uh, the first time we saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I guess I'm I'm assuming that like Evil Cooper switched the rings, like he gave him the Alcave ring and he took his wedding ring and then he put it in Major Briggs's body. I don't know why he would do that, <laughs> but I'm I'm that's what I'm assuming happened.
0: Well, you know, it just made me think of something that's interesting. Uh the ring going into Riggs's body is not too dissimilar from Red putting the coin into uh Richard's mouth. Oh that's true. So maybe maybe that's something. <laughs> yeah. Can, they could make you swallow round circular objects. Uh small circular objects. Could be. Um yeah, that's weird. But so, okay, so you think... And but, do you, and but you don't know why he would do that.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. That's why I say it makes no sense to mm-hmm. me. But I guess, like, it seems like there's a ring connection there. um, And, and maybe there is a purpose. Um, what it would be, I really don't know. So you think
0: Dougie gave up his wedding ring to trade for that ring?
1: I mean, maybe he could, like, if he manufactured him, I mean, maybe he could just hypnotize him or something and switch him, you know, and he wouldn't even know. Oh, well, you're
0: giving him extra powers.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I'm giving him extra powers. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he agreed to it. I, I mean, just... it, soo- it sounds like Dougie was, you know, only maybe a few steps smarter than, than current Cooper Dougie is, so... You know, maybe he would just agree to the trade. Who knows?
0: (laughs) Maybe he gave
1: him money. Uh...
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, now I'll I'll buy your wedding ring from you. And here, I'll give you some money. But also, here, wear this one instead.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Sure.
0: I can see that. 100%. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I know it seems like Mr. C created Dougie. I just don't want to believe that for some reason. I just, it seems very strange to me that, um, that he could just create a whole other per Like, he, like, being Cooper's doppelganger plus whatever Bob is contributing Allows him to have that kind of like power in the world, like in the real world. But most of the stuff we see him do is like very basic, you know, kind of like normal stuff. In terms of yeah. like how he gets things done, right? Um, that's the only that's the only thing that, that that prevents me from like really buying that theory. Um, yeah. Even though it seems like you know Occam's razor answer, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: uh, I'm just Pretty like much. thats just that's that's incredible that's a that's a crazy thing for him to be able to do, and maybe it's like oh, it's a one off thing he can't ever do it again that's what I was
1: gonna say a special ritual uh yeah, exactly like it's not it's not something he can just snap his fingers and make a person, maybe he had to do an elaborate thing, maybe mm-hmm. the ring's involved, I mean maybe yeah, mhm, yeah. I mean, that's what I would guess, you know. It's just, he, you know, he has the motivation, and it's sort of like, I mean, whatever made Dougie, it, it seems like it's Black Lodge connected,
0: you know. That's, that's why, like, I don't want to give it attributed to Mr. C, because I feel like he hasn't been to the Black Lodge, and... I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to guess what a doppelganger knows. <laughs> like, I, you know, it's like it's ridiculous to speculate on. Like, I you know, I just don't know what he knows about the Black Lodge. I would only think right. he he is Cooper. You know, he he would know maybe what Cooper knows or something or whatever right. his experience in the Black Lodge was. But he's not like knowledgeable like Mike is or Bob is. Right. Um, that's what I would think. So that's what makes me think, like, once he's out in the real world, he's not able to, like, do crazy stuff like that. And that, like, something else was behind Dougie, you know, mm-hmm. um, that that could be helping him, and it could just be Bob, you know. But that, like, you know, right. the, because of the way Dougie deconstructed, you know, in the Black Lodge, turning into the gold and the demon face coming out, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like, I feel like he, he came from the, the Black Lodge, like, so something there you know, put those things together to create him and then send him out into the world or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it could be some kind of sympathetic spirit or maybe just another doppelganger or yeah. Or maybe Bob's still there and it's the remote control thing or, uh, but I guess like, I guess for me, like whatever created it, um, you know, created it for that purpose, you know, to help evil Cooper. So I guess I'm I'm still counting that, you know, even if he didn't really do it personally, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like if it's if it's from someone on his side,
0: you know. That, yeah, but it that's, matters that's if it's him. Sure, but I'm just but to me it matters if it's him or not because it that's that's how you figure out what the end game is, you know. Like, it are, if he's got other people on his team, then you know. That'll come into sure. play later if there's like bigger entities helping him or something or right. like Mike's helping Cooper and Bob's helping him the same way or something or giving yeah. him powers or, you know, that whole thing.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point.
0: But, um, yeah, oh geez. So much more crazy stuff is going to happen. Clearly. Yeah, it's out of control. And will they ever fix Doris's sink? (laughs) Tune in next week. Will that car ever? Will her dad's car ever run right? You know, that's the biggest mystery I can think of. One one nine. I mean, the drugged out mother. One one nine. Yeah. Like, like I, I saw an interview with this the actress, and she was talking about how. David Lynch was directing the scene and and like was was really concerned about how dirty the table was and wanted it to be a specific level of dirtiness and he didn't think it was dirty of enough and, and and so like this is whatever's happening here is very important <laughs> yeah 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 you know like the the details are mattering and um, and you know she's speaking backwards nine one one perhaps right Um but. You know, why? <laughs> this red balloon mystery that's happening, you know, she's got a red balloon behind her. There's been red balloons in other places. Right. Why?
1: <laughs> Good question. Red balloons, why? Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Because dreams. <laughs> that is the one and only answer. It works every time. Does. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next time with part seven.
1: Yeah, sounds good. See you later.